Welcome back to Dialogue Choices on a exhausting week. <laughs> but it's over. What, what, what do you mean over? It's it's still uh, Wednesday, right? I mean, look, I'm I'm gonna claim if you if you if you have a really big press conference in the parking lot of a of a landscaping company, I'm gonna consider your your campaign over. That's it. You don't get to like carry on being uh that was an a option. Pretty remarkable final note. <laughs> what a what a movie esque ending. Like, there's no better way you could have written an ending to that uh, if you wanted to. I love it, that. It does feel like something from uh, what's it called, Arrested Development. The yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's it's very much just exactly oh. what it should be, which is like it. Just a, a cheap. Uh, garbage, rushed, un, uh, unplanned mess. What, what a headline! What, what a, that just sums what a, up what a, whole... just what a sentence to read. It's like Trump books the wrong four seasons for for, for final press conference. <laughs> 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 so that's what happened. That's what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> no, there's there's real sad pictures. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, it's. There's just, there's, just a, there's a semicircle of reporters all standing around a podium that's sitting in front of just like what looks like an unfinished building. Basically, it's like one of those like brick warehouse style buildings that has like a shop door and all of the paint on the walls in the area is like looks like it's half done being repainted or something. And like the shop door just has a bunch of Trump stickers in alternating colors on a grid to try to decor it up because it is. It just looks like a half-constructed parking lot business area. That it's just a not. It's just an. It's just a nothing location. It's just somebody's garage. It's just they're just. It's just some spot. No, it's a. It's just in the middle of of nowhere. Yeah. It is a. Uh, it's it's just a really crappy. It's just one of those spots you see when you're walking somewhere and you take a shortcut. Yeah. You just see you know place that you kind of remember. When you, you'll you'll remember it afterwards a bit, but you don't really know what it was. Like Here you're not totally clear on what that place was. That's what it looked like. That uh, was where mm-hmm. his. That's that 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 is where the literal president, the current president of the United States, had his had a an announcement. Is I wonder why they couldn't just do it at the White House because because, well, because it's campaign he, he, related. No, because he, he went be, golfing. He left it to go golfing, and this is the after effect. Oh, that could be as so well. He, all he did was he was golfing, found out about losing, and went, we're going to have a big press conference. And so he's like, we're doing it at the Four Seasons Landscaping. And they're like, or so, something something must have gone wrong in the communication between Trump saying, we're having a meeting at Four Seasons. Them calling Four Seasons and Four Seasons going, no, you're not. <laughs> and then him going, shit, he deleted his tweet then had to redo his tweet saying four seasons landscaping so he didn't look wrong <laughs> <laughs> so he <laughs> so it's, he had this whole shenanigans just to not look wrong on a tweet yeah. <laughs> oh my god people can be so delusional and it's <laughs> i mean i mean uh, and so as you can see they quickly rushed over there rented a bunch of pa equipment a podium and put just a bunch of trump 2020 stickers <laughs> on the garage door and Giuliani went up there and just ran, oh, rambled. Uh, for they like, had Giuliani. That's you know. 
he just rambled for 30 minutes about cherry on top of the cake about how like courts decide elections which it, is no not that's not how that works but <laughs> that's not how that works yeah uh, for, historical even... con- for historical context we are recording this on sunday tuesday was election day but of course the election was much muddier this time because it was the election there week? was a much yeah it was election week which uh my sleep schedule did not enjoy uh <laughs> yeah it turns out uh nevada le- had all of their mathematicians leave the state before election day so they <laughs> just couldn't count for a week <laughs> God, I just, it's just been a week of just not sleeping well. And then even if I do sleep well, the day I just have like a cloud and just the entire time. And I can't like, I, there, there was, it was having it be, it's like, like, it's like there's just this fucking like sort of Damocles situation where it's just fucking hanging overhead. And that's all you can think about all the time. And I just want to get out from under that sword. So I had like multiple recording sessions where I tried to like pop in a game and be like, I I should try to do work. I haven't done work in like four days. And I'm like, nope, still can't do work. uh, I could either only talk about the election or uh, I would try to talk about something else and just keep blanking and like pausing for 30 seconds, not really saying anything. And it's like, I I can't, I can't, I can't. Is it really that? Yeah. Is that consuming for you? It just needs to end. (laughs) The period just needed to end. I, I I had a very, I have a, well, so once I vote, I have a very hands-off approach to everything. Where, like, I did my part, and if it fails, all right. Like, that, I, I did my part, it's your guys' fault now. We, we like, have I don't diff- have to... Well, we, have, we, have, we kind of have different contexts. Because, in one, on one thing, like... Uh, like socially you've uh d- you've reduced connections significantly and also have your whole outlook of like fuck humanity i don't give a shit about nobody and it's like yeah so you kind of just do your job that and helps, you watch your I'm anime sure. and you hang out <laughs> with your online friends and you and it's like you you engage socially exactly as much as you want to basically yeah uh, and i don't i don't consider living in a place permanent like i can i i, I will just leave yeah, you've literally if I moved. In, you've literally lived in a different yeah. country for uh, so, months and so yeah, on. Yeah, and so like being stuck is not a thing for me. So for you, the election's more about the abstract, a little bit because it's just about the country as a concept and so on, and who's right and that argument. Uh, but for me, it's about the relationships I have with like I don't know, like thirty people, <laughs> and like the ways that the last four years have just been making my life worse all the time essentially and it's just i just it's just this fucking question of like is this is this gonna happen is this gonna happen like are we gonna do i have to fucking is is this gonna be like when i finished high school and then it dawned on me that college is just as long as high school at least so while it feels like while we're celebrating the ending of something i'm actually starting something all over again and maybe it'll be even more uh, and it's even worse because that's the one that scars you emotionally for the rest and, of your life. And, and in my and in my it case, is? college was five and a half years, so it was longer than high school. So like, I was totally right to be like, "Oh fuck, it's gonna be forever." Well, but I'd say, uh, I'd yeah, say like you, it scars you, but but the college tends to be harder than a college high was so much better than high school. Yeah, I was it was actually say, it was think, an improvement. It was just the duration. Think, it was just that moment uh, of being on the cusp because you're celebrating high school graduation, and then it's dawning on you that like, wait, I'm just gonna 
I'm still coming back next semester. It's just a different school for the fourth time now. Uh, and, mm. and, it, but and like, you don't know, and you, and you don't have a respect for all the ways it'll change because you won't know that yeah. until you're there. Like, oh yeah, like college is way more like weirdly, weirdly open. And it's also like more, it's like more enriching and like the stuff you're doing feels like it respects you more and so on. And you also kind of weirdly have your own schedule and your own control of the whole thing. And, do stuff and you can be weird like me and be like i'm gonna have like a 14 hour day on tuesday and thursday and have five days off a week <laughs> uh <laughs> which is a thing that i did i just lived at college two days a week and then went home the rest of the week which was good because i commuted and everything but uh yeah like i i i remember the first it was the year i started doing full-time youtube i, I, I was kind of having a good year of like i i I broke free of my government job that was just draining and exhausting because I worked at the water board and I just did not want to deal with spreadsheets anymore. And it felt like I wasn't really even it felt more and more like I wasn't even like a necessary component. Like I was just like a placeholder human until it gets automated out. And uh, but, you know, I had I had a job because you have to get a job and so on. It's like I made this big leap into YouTubing where it's like I'm going to do this thing that I've been doing for years at that point for five years. And I'm going to like get more out of it because you know it's if you can make it as a youtuber there's a lot of stresses related to like all the audience stuff and so on but it's also really fulfilling in certain ways because it's about you and you made the thing and if you're yeah. like on that level it's, it's a creative like, outlet it's yeah, basically like, it's, like making it's, anything else that yeah it's way creative. more fulfilling than working retail for example which i've speaking from experience where you're just like a fucking cog in the machine and the moment you vanish they just replace you with an, with another person and they don't really even care if you quit because keep like treating you well is too hard so they just treat you like shit until you go away and then immediately replace you with like another person of the endless generation of of young people that will do the shitty job that they hate until they quit and get replaced uh so like it it's it was a good leap and i was having i was having a good year and then november rolled around and the joke dude that I was like, there's no, there's no way. Like he's just, there's been too many scandals. He's so clearly fraudulent and a liar and a scumbag. And he cares about nobody. He doesn't care about like integrity or like draining the swamp. He doesn't give a shit about actually trying to like improve the white house or any of that stuff. Like he's clearly a con man. He wrote a book about basically being a con man and he has a long history of being a like he, he's no he's only known for business, but if you dig if you like just take the tiniest scratch on that fucking lottery ticket to get rid of the film, just the tiniest bit of effort, you're like, oh, he's a terrible businessman. He has a long history of dr dr running every single thing he's ever done into the ground. He kind of has no idea what he's doing and just kind of falls backwards and He's like in that he is in that really bizarre territory of like too big to fail nonsense where like he just can't run anything correctly. But because he's already successful enough, he can just keep taking things in stride. And like the billion, like the, the, the endless, like hundreds of lawsuits his businesses were under don't matter. The bankruptcies don't matter. Like he just kind of is like a, he, he broke through the canopy of American capitalism to the point where you just kind of like float there forever and it become and like the top of the tree has become the new floor and seemingly nothing can ever really hurt you enough to actually make you live a real life that normal people live ever again well there's, so a, like, there's a, a thing that perfectly encapsulates what you're talking about whenever he is asked to release his tax returns he says they're under audit <laughs> you know i'm sure you know what that means 
he's being audited because he evaded taxes. Or he actually, no, I mean, it's just, worse than that. He actually got money from the, the state of, I think it's New York. They got like a few millions. Uh, and that's why he's under audit. So when he's saying, oh, I can't release them because I'm under audit, what he's saying is they think I stole from the state, so I can't release them. So it's so ridiculous oh, that yeah, he's, no. even his excuse <laughs> is like pointing at the problem. It's been, it's like, it's been the, like four the, years of being gaslit all of a sudden because there was this one guy that was the archetypical greedy capitalist, the scummiest man in all of America, like just despised and mocked because he looked stupid and he acted stupid and he wasn't even good at what he was doing. But he was also incredibly, incredulously greedy and self-serving and just everything wrong with the supposed fat cat capitalist ideal. Not like in like in like the cartoonish way too. like not like, in the, the like yeah, yeah. Not like the deeply distressing reality of what some of the most powerful in the world people in the world are no, actually not, like. Not like but Coke instead, Brothers, the hilarious, it's, it's stupid cartoon man, like Donald Trump, has been the butt of the joke for decades for being just the worst human being in the most naked way possible. But he allied himself with a particular team over the course of the last decade, and. Apparently, everyone on that team just decided to forget everything they knew about him. White supremacy, and so like they 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 bind all this shit about how he's like he's going to drain the swamp and then QAnon and like he's this secret he's this crusader for goodness and the best man in the history of the country. All of a sudden, and it's like I it was on that level it was just shocking to deal with people that were this deluded and then have to continue to deal with them for what has now been like six years, basically. Because of all the election stuff it's, beforehand, I, I, uh, but then on top of that, worse. but like on top the, of that, there the, was just the, that crushing it, feeling of like the impact of what he represented. I think the impact of Facebook and, the, and social media has but has grown I, over the last four years to an extent that like it it needs to be addressed somehow. No, I you know what here I'm honestly the biggest problem. Uh, it's not. It's not even social media because social. All social media does is connect people. Yeah, the people are but, the problem. Those are the fucking people that are doing the thing. It's not. Facebook isn't going out there and saying the bad thing things. Is, people on Facebook are going out there do, saying bad things to trick thing, other people into believing bad things. But and the thing is, to, like when when you used when you had problems before where uh, you found uh like i don't know a neo nazi club of people just being like oh we're really nazis talking to each other being just spreading that virus right um they they knew each other they were like a few hundred or maybe a thousand or something and then somebody came in and um and they would say, okay you can't be nazis anymore shoo shoo go away and so they they they'd break apart and they wouldn't have necessarily the same connection with the internet that happens but for one it's uh it's it's not localized so it's a lot harder for you to pinpoint who who or how you're you're gonna be able to break them apart but on the other hand it's also so much easier and like the, you, you, all you had to look at and it super but, scares me honestly you have to look again, at the, how it's how the still... facebook groups about uh stop the count or whatever I think it was stop to count or keep counting. Well, I don't know. Depending depending on because both yeah, were happening the at the same time. Yeah. So they 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 propped up so thousands and hundreds and thousands of people people in in Facebook groups in a matter of days. And how can you stop that? Like I think it's even so. So here's my question like though. You can, so you then can, why yeah. the like the people the people who caused this mess the people who are 
the the the, the final formed product of years and years of terrible education uh are have not changed like i the people yes. who voted yeah. for trump are not people i'm surprised voted for trump i've known that they're going to vote for trump I, I i live with these people i've grown up with these people i know they're shitty people like they've always been shitty people the problem is that i nobody calls them out on it like you you sit there at thanksgiving and you like everyone jokes like oh that one uncle's like no you should like <laughs> You should literally beat that one uncle, like beat him until he stops saying the things that he's saying, because that's the problem is that people are just silent. You're just silent about these problems. And then people like I like I don't say anything to my my family who are very confusingly uh, like they're apolitical to the point of self-destruction sort of like oh i don't care about politics but i'm gonna vote i'm not but when i do vote i'm gonna vote with no edu- like no thought in it at all and it's like what 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 okay great and so then you see like then i can watch as those, fa- those some of those family members go on facebook and say stupid political things and i have to like take a second and go where where the fuck did you see this because this information's wrong inaccurate and a lie and then I have to like backtrace and go, okay, so you watch this show and you do these things. Dude, so, it's a fucking process trying to track like, down whatever bizarre conspiracy somebody found. Cause the yeah. real answer is that they're in, yeah, like they're in a bunch of weird Facebook groups that you can't search for or look into to find yep. the thing. Yep. Or so they like, get like, targeted I had the we- advertisement, which is another thing as well. Yeah, like I, I had the weirdest <laughs> thing thrown my way. Which was the idea that our governor started opening up California, not because of like the the economy and other issues, but specifically he prioritized. The, the claim was that he specifically tried to open Napa first because his family has like a winery there that was oh losing money, and then oh he turned. God, and then when I people swear. called him on that, he opened the whole state. But I, I kept trying to search for this conspiracy to even get one result Where? about it, and I'm like, I Where can't fucking it, find it. Keith? Please tell me because two of my it. family members said the same thing. Like, so you've oh, heard this, did you also try to research yes. it and couldn't like find fucking, a single thing about it? I was like, Gavin Newsom they... owns a winery and he wants to open Napa, yeah, but he doesn't like, care I'm about like, COVID. I'm like, what the fuck is, it like, is that? Who said that? Like, Who said these things? Is this like an InfoWars <laughs> thing? Like, it's so weirdly hard to even Google the idea it's, they're saying, and they can't. They, and they always say it in like a half-remembered, weird, vague, like yeah, vague ass thing. Yeah, that, that's normal. It's, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like fucking Agents of Shield, where somebody would be, mention like Tahiti or whatever, and Agent Coulson's like, "It's a wonderful place." Like programmed, like mm-hmm. he just automatically says that. Like whenever you mention the idea of any racism of any kind around Donald Trump, they always say. In the exact same words. Oh, but he's done so much for black people. And then they never say more than that. And I'm like, what? I, I yeah. just want to know what you think you mean by that. I'm just, I, I, please. And, and but, yeah. like, but they just, they say pre-programmed lines that they just uh, heard. And like, I, and part of it's like, yeah, like you have like your particular group of people that all agree with each other and they just repeat these lines back and forth at each other. And so it's never questioned. So they never get a, a, a deeper layer than that. But it's just like, I'm like, what do you? What do you think that means? Because like that was the big yeah, comeback I, during the the uh, during the protests and so on. It was just the, like they, they, they just they all like fucking bulwarked up their shields and their phalanx formation and would just re- repeat the mantra: "He's done so much for black people" over and over again. And you could never ever get any additional meaning from what they were even trying to say by that. And it's like I I I what 
like he, he i mean he calls like antifa and blm like terrorist organizations that's not doing great for black people that's what he doesn't propose yeah. alternatives he just reinforces the hateful systems that did all this and so on but it's just ah i could he, have never i could have never known he knowingly how bad this was he knowingly mocks and mocked the gravity of the COVID nineteen pandemic, and uh, in a but way again, that is most day, likely related to how racially divided the uh, the the victims of it are. Because that's the thing is like I don't I don't care about Trump. He he's nothing. He means nothing. He is not. He is not. He's a symptom. Any, yeah. He's just, he is literally his existence has never changed, never deviated. He has been the same consistent piece of shit his entire life. The real problem is the fucking people who turned around and went, yeah, but he's a much better choice. No, you motherfuckers, how did you do that? How did you literally snap your necks into a position that looks like a pretzel just so you could justify <laughs> the existence of this guy in the it? most powerful position of the, of the fucking world? You, you seriously have to be maliciously complaining. Uh, you have to maliciously be doing this. You have to be spitefully selecting somebody to purposely get an end that you want. Because you cannot accidentally go like, oh, well, he's just a better choice than Hillary. No, he wasn't. He was never, no one, no, there is not a single person that was in line for being president in 2016 that would have been worse than Trump. It's, it's not, like, Ted Cruz would have been a better president than Trump. Like, that's saying something. Ted Cruz is literally like... He, well, yeah, because he's somebody that both doesn't know how to do a good job and also doesn't want to do a good job. Exactly. He, like he's he literally... You could have not chosen a worse person to do the job. He's not... Like, he doesn't do... He doesn't check either actually, box. Actually, insofar as fascist authoritarian leaders go, it's, it's good to have an incompetent one. Like, there, there's some... There's some silver linings to the cloud of of incompetence i don't even yeah, that's but, the but, thing but, like i don't like that was the other side of why it was so crushing though it's like i i did the preamble which is just like my incredulity at the idea he could ever become president but then once he did win there was that crushing distressing feeling that like all of those scandals all of the things that came up all of the horrible things he said just horrible horrible things none of those mattered or they were the goal because realizing yeah. that he had won and that suddenly you have to look around and think, okay, about half of the people I see in my daily life, basically let's be, let's be honest, less than half because California, but more, <laughs> about half the people in this country are like, yeah, this is good. Either, either, either I'm, either I'm just like actively filtering out basically every bad thing he does because all I care about is what color his team is or I want the things he's saying, which is even worse. And you can't tell which one. And I think the team people, aspect is people is very strong. Oscillate back which, and forth constantly. On that's not okay. Like following orders isn't an excuse. Like following your team isn't an excuse. You can't just yeah. go like, yeah, but he's no, no, not. No, it's not about, but it's, it's, it's I'm just not going to vote. It's just that's the person I'm used to. No, no, I'm just saying. Like there, th that's the thing that frustrates me is that th there is no excuse for him existing as president. There, there is no like, well, I followed party line. That's not an excuse. You literally maliciously tried to ruin a country. There is because no of your, your because of your ignorance. The there is like, no but excuse, I, but but there is there is an explanation though. Like but, I, I mentioned it before. But like, that's my the, problem. The, the that's level of, what I'm worried about. That, that the, the level explanation of, is there are people who either are willfully trying to ruin something, or they're so 
fucking stupid that they're willing to do whatever it takes just to feel a small satisfaction of victory, even if it comes at the cost of the thing that they claim to love so much. And it's like there is that there is those, a middle, those are the dying of plague to own the libs. Yeah, but there is a there's a there's a middle ground between that, and I think like it, it's 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 complicated to discuss just on from from the perspective that you're you're bringing uh, right now. But the, like when you're in a country that has the level of homelessness, for example, um, that the U.S. has, uh, or the level the wealth disparity, um, or you know not not everybody has access to healthcare. Uh, or just I, you know, there's. I'm sure you could you could list list things better than I can. Um, we're in we're in a country like that, and honestly, just in a world, but especially in a country, um, if you're not if you're lucky enough, if you're privileged enough to not feel that that uh, those problems yourself, you're either preoccupied with making sure that those problems stop existing. Or your and 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 uh, obviously you can do you know there, there different people have different uh, means to to fight that that's those sort of problems uh, or you're complacent or you're okay with it because there's no level where in a level in a in a country where with it's with slavery for example um, you get like there are a lot a lot of examples of people saying that's just how things are. That's just you know they have slaves. We can, what what are we gonna do? Not not buy their products or something. Yes, it, and you, especially that, like <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, that's what you do. Yes, <laughs> boycott and, and, and at least that, at least that. Uh, but when it's in your in your country, you cannot go around just dealing with slaves. I'm obviously talking back when there was slavery as an example, just just an extreme example. Um, and and just consider yourself well. I'm not a slave. I'm lucky that I'm not a slave. But I'm. I mean, you know, it's things as are how they are. And you can't consider yourself a, a morally right person if you are okay with it. If you are not fighting against it, and that's that's where the principle of anti-racist comes from. It's not about not being racist. It's it's about actually fighting racism. Yeah, and like, and, and that, that's the same as anti-fascist. It, it, you know, everybody. It's 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 kind of interesting to say that a lot of people, and it's good that a lot of people say everybody should be anti-fascist. But anti-fascism is a. Um, I feel like it's, it's more than just not being fascist. It's it's also yeah. it's working against fascism and and fascistic things that happen. Like I, I so, couldn't work for a few days when he got elected, and it was partly because there was this dawning realization that this was more sinister. Like, I'm used to the idea that the two parties alternate having presidents, essentially, because people pretty much just like, oh, let's try the other flavor every fucking eight years. Like yeah. every like mine. That's just my life. Like my lifetime has been OK. Every time somebody is president, they get two terms. And then when they're done, the other party gets to be president for two terms. And the Republicans never win the popular vote. They always win because of the Electoral College when they become the new president. But then they have the majority vote when they get reelected because people just really love reelecting people in this country until now. Uh, but like my entire lifetime of 30 years, I've just been watching like, OK, eight years, this guy, eight years, that guy. That's just the pattern. And yeah, 100 percent like the Republican Party just never has to update their views and never has to change and is so stuck in their shitty, stupid ways because of the fact that they don't have to get the popular vote. And so they just abuse they just abuse what they can use 
to get the couple of states that they really need to actually win that are the only risky people. And that's why that's a whole mess. But I'm used to the idea that we get a Republican president and then there's a bunch of ignorant people in my life that just have just disappointing views on different racial groups and LGBT members, but also a lot of it's born from ignorance and a lack of exposure to those people. And so there's this maybe even misguided, but still it's just still there, this hope and feeling that they can be reached if you talk to them about this and that thing. And like you can educate them on this or maybe if they finally meet somebody that belongs to that group, they might actually finally have their views challenged and so on. So there's there's this sort of like born from ignorance thing that doesn't feel as explicitly hateful, even if that's maybe a naive way of looking at it. So like, and that's the, that's the way I would potentially feel if like, it was like, oh, Romney or Jeb or whoever is president. It's like, all right, that's, that's disappointing, but we can work through this. But when Trump was so nakedly hateful and shitty and just the worst person and then won, that, that has, that has too much feeling of intent on behalf of the voters that has, that, that feels too much like, oh, there's a threatening aura now to walking around daily life now this worry that like everyone might be a whole lot worse than i was ever really willing to consider they could be as people oh no like it was like <laughs> n- like no joke like the moment he fucking became president it shook like my initial assumptions of whether or not people <laughs> are inherently good <laughs> as a starting point and then deviate from there like it genuinely made me think wait no maybe everyone really is fuck you got mine and they're horrible miserable people and people that actually look out for others or care about any group besides themselves are the exception like it it fundamentally altered my worldview the moment he became president and damaged my relationships in life and everyone's like there's now the conversations about like can we mend this country like can like, no. can you regrow those bonds you once had with people that were damaged by the last four years? And it's like, I oh, don't know, because all those people cannot, fucking allied, the, allied themselves with horrible things and then kept fucking reinforcing those when challenged. And it's like, it's, yeah, like on some level, should like, you even try to like, my whole like my naivete or whatever may have been the problem is like for a long time people were able to look pat there's always this idea of like oh just don't talk about politics at the dinner table and don't talk about politics in these contexts that's, that's what there i mean this, yeah, that's exactly. the problem like, there was this, that's the cancer yeah. yeah there was this whole context where people were used to the idea of like oh well we can get along despite our politics and like that's like no. a f- that's that, that's that's part of this whole like liberals like civility like theater the US, which is the whole that which is the entire like fucking business model of like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro and those types is like the, US the idea of looking a, clean cut and proper and so on is like more important than meaning <laughs> and the distressing yeah. thing yeah it's like this last whole thing showed us to some extent what those ideologies mean and what it means to still be sticking with that side despite everything and so basically the suspension of disbelief has been broken for people like on the left the suspension of disbelief that you can still deal with these people on the right when they're willing to still keep going this far like it's that that rubber band snapped is the problem i think it's it better to have snapped because the uh the corporate establishment is it's just clinging to that rubber band like there's no tomorrow like there were headlines immediately after the announcement of uh uh well i don't i don't know who he was though there was some like some big person in the dnc uh saying that uh the election went so badly for for the democrats because they 
um, they catered to the far left. They catered to you know extreme views of of uh, socialism and whatnot. When the, the yeah, vast the, majority, the, the, the thing that's never happened before. <laughs> For, yes, for one, they didn't. Much they did to the my opposite. Endless frustration. <laughs> but for Ugh. like, you you see, you see even Fox News exit polls about uh, Medicare for all. Sixty nine percent of the population uh, is in favor of Medicare for all. Uh, actually, it's worse than that. They actually phrased it in government run healthcare. Sixty nine percent are in favor. Um, and it's just they're not polling. They're polling everybody. It's exit polls. So and uh, you see, I, I saw a video specifically about this, and uh, I don't remember exactly the. All the examples off the top of my head, I remember Medicare for all because that's a like that's a major issue for, as far as I know, this most like it's health. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Health is is, is in the forefront uh, or for mind of a lot of people, the vast majority of people, as far as I know. Um, but the things like even gun control, which is more contentious, the sixty-five to forty-two or something like that. Um, was uh, in favor. Were in favor, and it's just just because somebody. Think of themselves, if you ask them, are you a conservative, are you a liberal, are you a progressive, or whatever, whatever label you want to use. Just because they might say, I'm a conservative, doesn't mean that they don't have um, ideas that are to the left of both parties. If, if you, like, minimum wage is a thing that's, I think, 70-something percent of, of the U.S. population. And it's, it's you know, somebody who is a conservative can be totally in favor of minimum wage, and somebody who's a progressive might be against that you know people are different people have different ideas about different things but that's why following labels just doesn't work like that you need you need to talk about policy whenever you know don't talk about policy at the dinner table is an interesting thing because i i have that as well in my own life um not necessarily with my immediate family but with my extended family um and i avoid talking about parties and talking about specific people i i always go for the root i always go for like policies and and just attitudes to have towards things and so if you say well this wouldn't have happened if we had medicare for all are you really talking about politics or are you talking about policy should always you know be, what i mean it should always be policy I yeah i think so. i don't like politics is not about emotion or feelings or like what yeah it's it's all about policy it's all about the things that will help make this country i mean no pol politics is entirely about emotion and feelings which is why it's just shit that's why i hate it i it hate, shouldn't be I, like I that only, though i don't give a shit about who you are i give a shit about what you're gonna do that's that's the only thing that matters to me you you either need to keep you either need to move this country forward or just leave just get out just go somewhere else go do something like there are a hundred thousand countries that run at like shit level you can go work there but i want like if you're gonna if you're going to run this country you need to run it run it forward keep moving the country because i'm tired of this like well we're just gonna stand here and it's fine and i'm like no no move the legs you need to move forward like we need to have better education better health care better like energy efficiency better like things should things should always be getting better every single president there should never be a time where we go like well we got to revert this back why why are you reverting back what what did you because it was obama who did it how it dare doesn't, you <laughs> okay then take it and make it better 
Do, if you're going to remove something, you have to you have to take something away and put something better in its place. You can't just like that's the thing that frustrates me about a lot of politics here is that it's all about doing something, breaking something, doing yeah. something, breaking something. It's like stop breaking. Just yeah, you, you spend you eight years obstructing the other party from doing any of the things they want to do, and then you spend the next eight years dismantling everything they did do. It's like, yeah, wow, and then, what a great fucking system. What a fucking great system. And then yeah, Meanwhile, and then people. And you have people like Mitch yeah. McConnell that just make a fucking career out of making sure nothing ever gets done, and he just does that. Oh for no, decades. he makes sure he makes sure a lot gets done. Mitch McConnell is responsible for appointing like uh, what I was mean, the number like uh, Mitch McConnell does more for the Republican three. Party than any Democrat has ever done in their entire lifetime for yeah. the Democratic Party. That's Mitch McConnell that. is so fucking efficient; it's upsetting. But nobody yeah, in the he, Democratic Party can actually. He's like brazen about it as well. Th- well, because no one will stop him. No one fucking they, does anything they to him. Know they know they won't stop. You can push him purpose. down the stairs, and the fucking guy will crumple into nothing but <laughs> dust. Like the man he, is like a hundred years old. He has been here longer than the country has. Fucking do something about it. It's they not don't hard. Want to, though, like, think of I, how the Republican Party deals with the Democratic base. Have you ever seen the Re- Republican Party be like, we need to reach out to the Dems. We need to win to win elections. We need to appeal to their they hearts. Don't, they don't have to because they know that all. No, all no, Republican, but contrast that to how the, de- the, 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 how the Republicans Democrats do. are just disenfranchised Democrats. That's all it is. They just go like, well, that's, a fair, I ne- that's actually I, an I, interesting take. I want this yeah. thing, but I can't get it. And the Republicans <laughs> promise me they'll do it, but they never fucking do it. But they promise me they'll do it. The Democrats don't even listen to me. Like, that's all they want. They just want to be heard. And the Republicans are like, we'll listen. We won't do anything about it. Fuck you. But we'll listen to you. And like, that is enough to sway them. And Democrats are like, no, we're not going to hear about stupid shit like, you know, uh, giving everyone and their dog a gun because that's a stupid policy. And the Republicans are like, we're super here for it. We won't do it, but we're super here for it. Like, that's the difference, and I. That's not how it should be. You should not be like, uh, you, yeah. Well, yeah it's, it's you have one. You have one party that will take anything they can and stubbornly never, ever, ever go in the other direction, and then one party that's like, we have to appeal to everyone and let's bridge the gap and so on. So now we have a party that's far right and another party that's right of center, and it's like cool. There's no Don't victory. The- like there's, no, you can't have a victory yeah. between these two parties. There's just one is one is a disaster and the other one is well that's a relief <laughs> at least that well, like I said, yeah but you never yeah. You yeah. Does, yeah there's never like oh this oh wow this is the party that'll do good now it's like no but yeah that's the thing just, they'll and just do less damage than the nightmare party but they I suck hate, so much and i hate the like the tagline is always we'll go back to normal i'm like you motherfuckers it's just make america great again but with different fucking words like stop doing yeah. that I, there is no, there is no like idyllic, nostalgic, better America. America's been fucking garbage since day one. It's been nothing but shit. And the whole point yeah. is that we're supposed to progressively get to a better place. That's why the Constitution isn't fucking stringent like a Bible. It's meant to be like, well, I don't know, man. In two hundred years, maybe you're gonna have flying cars, laser beams, and a dog that shoots fucking pop tarts out of it. I can't make a law about that in like you know dirt road era like i i can't decide but the people of the future you guys will make a better country right and republicans are like no and democrats are like well no and i'm like i i want a better country though and they're like well the libertarian party exists like what the fuck is this who votes for libertarian party like that's even worse 
aren't they aren't they like far uh, right wing as well? It's so fr- well. I mean, it depends. Sometimes they, they are, or do they use they're... the wrong name again? Like they, the li- just, they call but that's liberals. the thing is like if I, the thing I want is a third party, and the third party is not a thing that exists in this country. So it's like yeah. I'm frustrated where I'm like, neither of you are going to do anything for me. So why, like, why do I give a shit? Like, why am I going to invest any emotion into yeah, politics? Not only do we, we desperately need to remove the entire electoral college, but we need to revamp the entire voting system to be ranked choice or really anything like, other than what we have right now, where it's just you vote and for you one also or two need to people remove money and, out of politics. And that's all. The, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, which uh, clearly that requires an amendment they thought to the Trump was a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The, uh, it's, you know, it's we need baffling is fewer to me. corrupt officials. Let's elect the most corrupt person we've ever heard of. Maybe he's going to put golden toilets in the it. White House. It's really Ugh. impressive to me that every fucking year, maybe a couple of times a year, the, the EU has a meeting. Or not the EU, the, uh, uh, the UN has a meeting. And there are several fucking countries in that meeting that have a way better voting system than we do. And we interact with them every fucking year. And not once does someone go, hey, how come your country isn't shit? Could you uh, yeah. share some secrets with that about us? Like, you know you who has really you good... Th- you think like, we'd catch a little of the real democracy by proxy just every now yeah, and then. Yeah, would, you would think it would rub off on us because we interact with real democracies. But, but you no, know why they don't like, want it, though? You know why the, the, the establishment doesn't want ranked choice not, voting? That's not an excuse, though. Because <laughs> they might, no, that's no, the no, thing. It's they the might explanation. actually lose it's not, their it's chance. Not a, <laughs> It's the thing is the the ones who hold control are the ones that benefit from the what state does that of, mean? status quo. What do you mean the ones that hold control? Like who, I, the only, we vote the only people, for people. Yeah, so you he's, do, ta- he's talking but, about the Democratic and Republican Party having a symbiotic relationship with each other, where they keep each other in power indefinitely, and as long as they don't rock the boat by actually changing the rules, then those two yeah. can both still be the two power parties in power. Okay, that's not, this, that doesn't this, seem what the Republican this, they, they, Party is doing at all. They can, continue, can, you they imagine? can continue this silly dance I've seen my entire life, where they just alternate like a pattern, as if there's no yeah, real can choice you imagine either. If the U.S. Uh, if the U.S. all of a sudden tomorrow started with ranked choice voting. For everything. Can you imagine how the U.S. would look in 10 years? You can't. You can't tell. Maybe the Democratic Party wouldn't exist anymore. The Republicans... Uh, the I, Republicans know, I know what it would look like. It would look like someone <laughs> took Sweden and enlarged it by 300%. That's what it would look like. <laughs> like, fuck, we dude. Are, it's excuse me, we are much than more than three times the size 3, of Sweden. It's 3,000%. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe all that socialization map, will California give us like, a lot less. about the size of most European countries. You know what yeah. I mean, though. The idea is like, we, yeah. we, would, we would be such a... A hugely progressive country and it'd be great and fantastic and other people would go yeah, fuck man it's kind of hard it to also, there's it, an infuriating the is, reality where where not only democratic platforms but platforms that are left of de- the democratic party are often the most popular opinions in the country but there's so many levels of obfuscation partly the part where yeah the entire middle of the country each of those people counts for a dozen of me when we vote for example but also the fact that like yeah we don't actually have a any kind of real democracy where we can actually select candidates in any meaningful way because what really happens is once every four years we just kind of have two people thrown in front of our faces and we're told that that's our choice and we're supposed to be placated by that and feel like we really did something but like we don't 
we don't we have we have little to no power in the actual structures that lead to those people getting there in the first place and even if you talk about the primaries that's just another pre-selected list of groups that's the same of yeah. people that you can't really have any impact on and guess and what the, most of the time you already the know who's gonna money win has. on day one yeah because the money that's poured into the primaries and and the especially in like the all the i i would think for the for the is it congress uh yeah if, well for everything Cong yeah 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 so like because that you know the the impact of money in politics is actually felt uh, as far as i understand it anyway is is felt in a deeper way in local politics rather than necessarily in 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 uh, federal uh, or in, in you know countrywide politics because when when it's about the country the impact of the media starts to to have more of a role just you know the the biases the natural biases of each channel and all that sort of stuff and who talks in, on television well, uh, but when when it's when you're talking about like local races the money that you can pour into local races and to ensure that people get elected from each party, that money is so influential because, you know, that's just how you get to pay to people to go door to door or pay for advertisements or for uh, what, what's it called? The opposition research. Op yeah. There's a name for it. You know, there's opposition research as well. Um, and, so it's, and that's why, it, like, they want money to exist in politics. Both parties do. Uh, and they want rank, rank choice voting to not exist. Both parties don't. And they're the ones, the only ones that can change that are them. That's well, been a frustrating and, myth that I keep seeing this, that I kept yeah. seeing during this whole election was that people kept saying, this is the one time every four years when you have just as much power as Jeff Bezos and you have even more power than Apple because Apple doesn't even get to vote. And it's like, yeah. Bernie Sanders they, was the most popular the senator and I think still people, is. The problem is that all those all those and people that they're sorry you, we we have to take turns we have to yes, it doesn't yes, sorry, work sorry, sorry. but yeah, yeah. but like there's this whole idea that everyone has one vote and we're all equal but that's like actively that's like that's zooming all the way in on your screen until there's only two pixels left and ignoring the entire image that the screen was making up because those wildly powerful people chose the list. They're the ones yeah. that functionally yeah. get to choose who's on the list of candidates in the first place, and we do not get to do that. So, yes, we get yeah. equal vote at the final stage, but there's 500 steps before that that we can at most donate $1,000 to or whatever the fucking donation limit is and in most ways not really affect in any real way. And like that's and that's not that's irreparable as long as there's this much money in politics like you. And yep. while we continue to have this restricted voting system, it's like, OK, we can't really select people and we also can't influence who people get to select in the first place. And there's this whole fucking myth that keeps the dream of elections alive, which is when you explain to people the idea that oh, we're all equal, we all get one vote. And that's like it's like it's up there with like the fucking invisible hand of just like fucking it's propaganda. Like it, it's just to make you feel better and believe in yeah. the system as opposed to actually thriving in it. Yeah, there's not. It's frustrating, too, because I think I think a lot of the problem comes down to politics being slowly just like most cor like most corporations uh, end up being is that they keep being funneled and funneled into a smaller and smaller uh, group. And like, for example, how do you find out about local elections like just like seriously like uh how keith how would you know who's running for mayor in your town it's not great you pretty much drive it's, around which admittedly was happening less this year because of covid but you just yeah. drive around and see names 
So, so <laughs> besides, if you took that guy's out, name's if, funny. His name's Josh Harder. <laughs> yeah. So if you nah. took out if you took out the signs on the lawns, how the fuck would you know who's running for mayor? Who's running for uh? Like the board of education. Yeah, no. The, the, the only thing that you for... get is the endless spam in your inbox that all looks like, like, yeah. uh, like drag people's name through the mug, like mud, like, like hate. Like, what do you call it? Uh, what was the term for that? Oh, uh, sl- uh, yeah. Uh, is it when you're uh, or something? I don't know. There's like a term for like the the type of like ads you do that are specifically just attacking attack other people. Ads. I, I yeah. guess just attack yeah. ads. But there's like a, there's like a better. Oh, there's like, there's like yeah. a nice term that I can't think Mud of right slinging. now. Yeah, like it's just fucking, it's just petty shit, and yeah. of course it's spam, it's constant spam in your inbox. You're mostly just you you open your mailbox, you get the seventy five postcards that came in in the last forty eight hours from all the different parties, and then you throw them away. But no, out yeah, the, actually the big upside of the mail in ballot was that I got to fill in my ballot at home, which meant I get yeah. to I got to sit there and Google every single yes. person, which I did. I'm like, this is way better than trying to. Like fucking yeah. do the pop quiz in a fucking random room where I have to wait two hours to get into the room, then just be really panicked of like, am I am I filling this out right or am I going to fuck it up and this isn't going to get handed in? It's like this no, is... like I, I can Google questions like, oh, what kind of pen am I supposed to be using and how do you fill them in for sure? And like, I can Google every single uh, question I have yeah. about how you how to do the form, and I can Google every single person involved, and then watch a fucking like town hall debate thing they had via what's it called the not 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 yeah zoom and stuff like that and it's like Mm -hmm. i I can actually find out who these people are and not just vote at random or just vote based on what party is listed next to their name or whatnot this what you're talking about is what i do every fucking time i sit there it takes a week I go through every proposition. I have a site that I go to that I list every proposition, who's for it, who's against it, what groups, what senators uh, proposed it. I go through, I research all this stuff, and I make an educated vote, put it in the mail, send it away, and then just get disappointed every fucking year, every time consistently. And every time I look like what happened, I go and talk to people like family what why did you vote that i just saw a sign why the fuck why the fuck would you vote for why would the fuck would you you change your entire local life around a sign like that it's baffling to me how impossible it is for the average person to have any kind of good information related to local elections going on because every fucking media outlet is homogenizing every election into just Democrat and Republican. And there are hundreds and thousands of more important minor elections happening than the stupid fucking Tower of God Olympus people up there doing their shit to daily like bullshit. Like I... Hmm. Seriously, it's a failing of how we process the entire thing. It's the celebrity of elections, which is that. Yes. And, and, and yeah, like those two people that are running for president are spending more money than anybody else on the planet in their particular election. And that's endless media coverage and everyone's focused on that. But yeah, like there's so much endless focus on that that they end up being the only people that exist and like no matter how like it's the point where yeah, like people that are like even people that are really engaged with with politics get completely blindsided when they actually look at the real ballot they're going to fill out because so little there's so little opportunity to even encounter most of those names and those ideas and so on and i feel like the internet somewhat makes that worse even though it could make it better because when you have youtube and twitter and all these other places like 
you you there's an there's another layer there of celebrity where particular youtube channels and particular uh personalities and whatnot become more and more the homogenized popular people for people to potentially watch and there are fewer and fewer people and people inherently are more likely to find the popular people than anyone else so they only become more popular and then those people only talk about the most popular thing which is the election which means that like yeah like you like people get funneled more and more in in an endless loop towards just paying attention to the, the two people that are duking it out and not like the hundreds of other people they should potentially know about. And it's like, it's, that's, you have to that's actively an go out of your way to find that stuff. That's an inherent problem with the, the monetization system of YouTube. Uh, not also, that I'm saying that YouTube shouldn't be monetized. The point is channels, political channels, and any channel in, in general, but specifically political channels for this example, they're incentivized to make sure that um, their their base or the people who watch their videos comes back. If if it's not tomorrow, maybe in a month, or they that they come back and yeah. that they Every video listen more is is supposed to have the widest possible net for who's going to click yeah. on it. But the problem with that is that it because eventually the, you know most channels just end up saying the same things over and over again and just with different news or whatever is going on in the world yeah. at the time. Uh, people you know, if you listen to a YouTube channel uh, or a news channel or, or not a news channel but a uh, commentary channel like uh, uh, Dave Rubin for example, uh, if you listen to it for two years or three years or five years, you're basically listening to the same thing. You got the same thing out of the first month that you got over the, la- the, the f- five years in, in a row. You know what he says. You know how he thinks. You you, you might get some better nuances as, as to you know the degree nitty gritty here and there, but. Uh, and I'm just saying him as an example because he's a very big one influ- and uh, also with a lot of influence. But the thing is, that's not how you should act if you want to grow and learn. You should, you know, you should learn a little bit about that person and f- make your own opinion. Maybe you agree with them, maybe you don't. And then go and watch something else. And then you learn from there and then you look for somebody that, you know, maybe knows more than they or or has a different perspective. That's how I do it anyway. But that, that g- goes counter to what channels are built like because everybody that i watch on youtube you know what no matter the the uh the genre or no matter the, the subject uh everybody that i watch wants me to come back and the videos are made in a way that they they and in the in not just the videos but the narrative and, and, what, and what they focus on and what they choose to talk about is made in a way that they want you to come back and listen to more and it needs to be rewarding to watch another video and and, you, and it's, it, that, that's how you get successful on youtube that it, by paying attention to that sort of stuff uh, so what that does is just it incentivizes the uh, the club mentality and just sort of like it's my team. I watch this this personality on YouTube, and if he says that the, the people in Florida are going to sell their houses when the ocean rises, then it must be true. It it would just also be nicer if there was a I don't know a uh, a better sis or there is a better habit built into young people on where they should go to research and knowledge that they need to focus more on local elections and not don't give a shit about the big stuff like again the the like trump isn't anything the dude is literally just a fucking fat ass turd in a 
seat. That's all he does all day. He sits there and warms a fucking chair. It's other people around him who are constantly doing the work for him. And it's people in Congress or people, you know, even locally in like other Republicans in your local town that are doing things based on his decisions. And if he doesn't have those connections, he can't do anything. Like for the next four years, we're not going to have anything get done here because Republicans still own the majority of the stuff that matters. So that's where that's like that's the thing that frustrates me is that there's not there's nowhere you can go. uh, Like each individual state has hundreds and hundreds of elections that are really important uh, because they all have their own Senate. They all have their own Supreme Court. They all have their own micro America inside of them. And you vote on that stuff. You get to choose that stuff. And there needs to be better support for f- researching that stuff. There needs to be more information, more not like more, hey, guys, election's really cool and everything. But just remember, you can go like go to your state's website and go do research for your upcoming elections or something because like you watch a news channel like, let me tell you about what d- d- the president's saying is like, I don't cool man because like like, philip defranco or cnn aren't going to talk about like the governor race in new orleans because exactly it's for basically for the same reason we played among us yesterday it's like you you do the thing that casts a really wide net and gets a bunch of people to click on the thing so that you can maintain your cult of personality and you know your 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 personality based platform where people need to keep coming back for you and I get it. Like people want to consume me like consuming uh listening to someone talk about a topic is a lot easier than reading about a topic. But it's not the most it's not the way that you're going to be able to make good informed decisions. You are not there there is no YouTube channel you can watch where someone's gonna go, All right, New Orleans, let me break it down for you. Real talk. Or like Louisiana more specifically. Louisiana you have to let's, like fight the algorithm and you get have increasingly to, specific searches to find the yeah. one dude in your town that you need actually to go on page, is useful. Like, you need to type Louisiana elections, go to page five of the YouTube search results and find a channel with like 250 views. Yeah, That's going to be the add one. a lot of quotes to your searches yeah. of specific like, phrases. <laughs> that's the thing is like, and th- that's, that's what matters. And like, you need to, people need to just start distancing themselves from this easy bite-sized consumable media because that's not you're not getting any information that way like you watch a snippet of someone going like i can't believe he said that or like oh trump said this but this is a lie that doesn't benefit you you don't get anything out of listening to a fact check because at the end of the day either you know he lied or even if you watch it you're probably just going to disagree anyways like ah mainstream media bias shit like just go put your head down and go deeper. Go look into the little things that are nearby. Think like the Gavin Newsom thing for California is a good example of like, well, he's opening up for the winery. Fine. Where did you see that? Who said that? Is it like if this is true, then wouldn't like every local news station be talking about the fact that the governor's literally like scamming the like the state? Where is this information? Why why isn't I it think, readily available? Is it like you know? And like the argument and is always yeah, oh, but like Google Facebook is Facebook just killing everything. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying yeah. it's like there's you know there's the argument of like oh the the Google's a censor in the shit. It's like no, you just aren't looking anything up. Like you are you're no, looking. That's just propaganda though. Like I, that's just them saying that's the that's just like Trump going. I won the election by a lot, and it, it, they know they they're not. They know Google know. is not. It's uh, it's yeah. They weird. know Facebook is not blocking. Um, it's it's I mean, the Facebook, opposite, actually. Facebook does block stuff. That, I mean, yeah, blocks left not. has a right wing bias. 
And they say that he has a left-wing bias. They, it's just, they're just saying. They're, they're, well, I'm saying when politicians say something, you, you don't, just don't, you don't have to listen to yeah. what they're saying. Like, it's, yeah. I think, I think there's a phenomenon. It's why these that, platforms might as well just actually deplatform people and why the Democratic Party might as well just actually go left for once. Because no matter what they do, the Republican Party will just accuse them of doing it anyway. Biden's a socialist, which is like the most insulting and upsetting and hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, he I, should Biden should like, be the Republican Party candidate. He's a Republican. Yeah, yeah, he's yes, a Republican. Biden should. Biden's such a good Republican. He is the yeah. best Republican I've ever seen. But also, he is what I wish every Republican was. He is yeah. not a Democrat. Please go home, sir. You are in the wrong house. You. But I don't also, know who gave you the keys to the Democrat house. You don't belong here. Go to the other side where you belong and put. I don't know. Maybe like a really progressive candidate. He was literally the there to placate our very like our right leaning country to be less afraid when a black president happened yes that's that's his job is to appeal to the people that are afraid of a black president like (laughs) which isn't good that's if you need that your country is broken you need to not elect that guy to president because that that's hilariously ironic that you elected the guy who's there to quell down your fears of racism (laughs) also a vice president to a president who said that uh in his words, twenty years ago, I would be in a, in, I would be a moderate Republican. This was Obama's words, and that's just he was criticizing the way the Republican Republican Party has shifted to the right. Uh, in that, in when he said that, but that it's also make me feel better though. No, I'm not saying that. It, like, I, I, yeah, that's good that he doesn't. I'm saying it because that's not good. I think like he's the Republican vice president of a would be Republican president that was elected to quell white supremacists. It just, yeah, but it, it, or children, but, it doesn't, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter that you've done that. Like, even if you like, well, he's going to, he's going to bridge, yeah. he's going to bridge the gap. I don't want it gapped. I don't want the it thing- bridged. I don't want either of those. You need to like it, like the P the, that's the thing that's infuriating is I don't want this. Like, let's, let's reach out our arms and hold the, and pull the other side back up to, to our level. And we can work together. It's like, no, 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 put the hand and push them down, make them under the cement, then lay it nice and flat. <laughs> and we'll build a new world on top of their corpses, which is where they should be because they've done but they nothing don't but want drink that new world. They're That's, not going to get they're not going to get their care about nice them. sweet money. They do Here's care the, about them though. No, I'm talking about I don't. the Dems. I don't. I know. I want to vote for a candidate that doesn't care. I can't because I will never be given a candidate that doesn't care about doing this weird, like, I'm going to put one foot in the grave so that other people feel happy that I'm at least trying to kill myself. I don't want that. I don't want a suicidal candidate. Stop putting these fucking centrists in a goddamn president seat. I I'm want, so, like, I'm so sorry, European viewers. Not because we're talking like, about politics, because, I mean... No, but yeah. but because of the fact that you're watching in horror as this is all happening, and we I have was... to awkwardly explain to you how like the guy that has four million more votes was still at risk of not winning, and it's the race between like it's a country that's so far behind most of yours in a lot of terms, and it's a race between the guy who's going to actively go in the opposite direction and make things worse, or the guy who's going to flaccidly half promise to almost make progress towards where most of Europe already is, but then not do it. 
<laughs> like that's I, and then whoever wins is giving your country's essentially permission for what kind of politics are popular because American politics and the fucking uh, presidential race in particular is such a fucking celebrity show that not only does it dominate all discourse here, it dominates discourse in other countries and forms yeah. the kinds of discussions people are having and what and where they think it's OK to go like the America leaning yeah. further to the right gives the rest of the world permission to go further that way not because america actually controls like their election specifically but it because emboldens. there's so much coverage of it and you guys are also used to watching this shit all the time like like it's fucking tom cruise or something that like it dominates discussions and changes where the overton window is for everyone yeah if you don't know yeah. what an overton window is, it's basically what is acceptable discourse in the public life. It's a kind of a technical term, but it's very important to understand because whenever you propose something that is outside of the norm, whenever you it, or it whenever you are dismissed outright, yeah, yeah, and that's why like shifting that window of discourse is important because it allows certain. It allows people to say whether grab them by the P is okay or not. Yeah, or yeah, that's why electing Trump was so distressing was because he normalized a bunch of shit that would have been completely unacceptable only a few years ago. And now that's just like our base level. And that's just what yeah, people now, are used it, to talking about now. And that just gives them more fucking rope. They yeah. just keep going. And that's so, what yeah, I mean. And, that's and what I'm now saying we have by the like, fucking proud boys and whatnot feeling encouraged and included like they're like they have the ear of the president and stuff like that. And they're and they're in the right and they have power and that they're accepted. And it's like, uh, that's the thing. I don't. That's why I feel like it. I don't want my foot in that grave. I don't. Yeah, like that, I like there's your fucking Overton window being fucked. The fact that the proud boys were even named by the moderator in a presidential debate. Like yeah. they're, they're a group that gets consideration, unironically, in the that, most yeah. official place possible. Basically, I, I mean, it's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I look forward to the day when Proud Boys is our KKK, where we get to look back and it's like, well, son, back in my day, we had these people who really hate black people. It's like, oh, like the that party that still exists. Yeah, like that party that still exists. <laughs> like, no. like I get to. <laughs> I, they're not going away in my lifetime. They won't go I away think, in my child's lifetime. They won't go away in my great, great, great grandchild's well, that's lifetime. The, that's the and fucking that's myth the we're taught in American school is the idea that a racism was defeated. I mean, yes, <laughs> just like the Indians were. I mean, like, wait, no, the Indians were. Like, we, we, we didn't Luther defeat King, them. Like, Martin Luther no, King is away. like, is like this away. mythical figure, basically, in American history, where we have we, <laughs> they teach you American history in chronological <laughs> order for a while. They teach you about slavery and Jim Crow and the water fountains and Rosa Parks and whatnot. And then Martin Luther King comes in and he just like has his dream speech and he's inspiring and everybody loves him supposedly even though he was assassinated and was wildly unpopular and thought of as dangerous insane uh, person at the time please uh, please ex uh, please and put then you it never hear about racism ever again assassinated by our country yep nope yep we he, he was we, not a popular figure we like, killed is, him he, he, like it's not a <laughs> he's retroactively given sainthood by american schools but he uh, yeah, was but I'm not saying, like, liked, and then he was murdered. That, but that's the thing. We don't. I. I. We really gloss over that whole thing about the fact but, that we literally killed him. Like we just we straight. It's not the only thing you gloss over. A leader though. of civil rights. Like that's not a good look. There's no. You can't like turn. You can't make that uh, positive spin. Um, 
Like we tried oh, but, to we tried to put a positive like spin on the Native dead, Americans. He's not dangerous anymore. You can commodify his message and you can co opt well, yeah. it and change what it means. Yeah. Wait, we have Martin Luther King Day at school back. now. We have pins and buttons with his quotes. We have his face everywhere. I have a dream as a speech you see on television on Martin Luther King Day. All Even the Republican stuff. Party says nice things about Martin well, yeah, Luther because King. He we, was a literal could, socialist. Martin Luther King was. I mean, his, his, his speeches were so overtly political about things that are not even discussed right now. Um, but I can only imagine that at the time it he was. He was also a pastor, which is great. I mean, oh yeah, that, just that, getting... that just makes it so much better too, because now he's he is you know godly too. He he believes in religion, which is the most important part. It's just yeah. I, I th- I hate. See, uh, there's still I, some some speakers that you have today. Uh, uh, I Reverend uh, Reverend, what's his name? I, I'm sorry, Reverend. He's a, he's a speaker. I don't keep track of. No, I'm sorry. Oh, he's not. I, don't keep track I. Yeah, uh, but he, still, a, you have you have no, some preachers today. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> I was have like, some, pre- some people who have that power as well, and uh, it's so powerful to to listen to them. Um, it's just, I, of course, you know, Martin Luther King uh, achieved. A level that I don't think has been achieved since. Then maybe Malcolm X. I, I I don't know much about Malcolm X. Um, uh, Malcolm X is a little bit different. Um, his was his story was really complicated compared to Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't get it doesn't get much better because it, uh, so uh, Martin Luther King intersects in a weird way with politics where he was um hit. The outcome of his stu- the outcome of his thing is that uh, no matter what, it looks bad for uh, people who opposed him because he was just you know he wasn't like doing anything violent. He was just walking down the street trying to live like everybody else and being assaulted mm-hmm. for it. Uh, Malcolm X got the different side where he's always portrayed as the instigator mm-hmm. and that uh, he was a lot. Yeah, he was a lot more of a. Active, uh, yeah, but active action so in kind of school, person. I remember specifically learning but the, about. But how, the two like, were heavily recontextualized via. Yeah. The, oh yeah, they're 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 used as foils against each other to make uh, Martin Luther King this this like perfect saint like. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, he, he's always because he's always he's always forever used as like the this example like because like this year all the protests were happening and there was this constant fucking rhetoric about like the right way to protest, which is a fucking oxymoron. And it's like, do you, it's like, you guys do realize that your fucking example MLK was repeatedly jailed because even, yeah. even the, even he as the example of the correct way to protest was not the correct way to protest. Cause there's never a correct way to protest. That's why it's a protest. Yeah, and oh, if, yeah. If, if if they if you, if you become if you quietly okay hide in the corner and never disrupt anything, then no one yeah. knows you're there. Yeah, the reverend that I was uh, thinking of is William Barber. I'm sorry, I, I, the name didn't come to mind immediately. And he um, he's just he's he you know he's, he, I I really like his, his speeches because he uh, you know it's it, I I it's something it's a, uh, the way Martin Martin Luther King talked and the way. Uh, preachers talk in the US is very different from anything I I have access to here in in Portugal I think even in Europe as a whole it's it's uh, the the heritage of the black africa uh, the african american community in the uh, in the united states is is uh, 
it's very different. It's, it's very unique. Um, and um, so, it, it, you know, you can really tell that that, that, that people grow in, in, uh, in that context. And so I think it's, it's a very powerful thing. I, I really enjoy and it's it, like you need to look look for uh, Martin L L Martin Luther King uh, stuff by yourself because you know it it just it either gets misquoted a lot of the time or uh, or just some experts here and there. But there's there's so much stuff, um, I, and uh, there's also books I I only read one, but uh, well half like, of one. <laughs> I I respect Martin Luther King, but I despise the American retelling of Martin Luther King. Yeah, like no, I, he was great. I, it's 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 so infuriating when you listen. It's like, oh, this guy's pretty like, yeah, he's just saying shit that makes a lot of sense. It's not there's nothing outlandish, crazy or absurd about him. He's just saying, hey, could we just be people like that would be really cool if you could just treat us like people. And then the American retelling is like he showed up and somehow like swayed all of our hearts into believing that uh, African people are people and we shouldn't treat them like weird un unwanted filth that somehow just showed up at our doorstep uh, and then we were you know, you know meditashi meditashi we were all better after that um, yeah we, we take somebody that was and, unpopular enough to be literally murdered and then we yeah. use his, his legacy as a chance and, to pat ourselves on the back yeah and then we continue to do it like without no one no one says anything about it like they don't uh, it's very we're, difficult we're, we're though. brainwashed to believe it because yeah, we, we literally up, are raised by yeah. a school system that has zero nuance and has an intrinsic interest in us believing in the american system and that it is good and that we are always making progress and so on so yeah we're taught slavery as a past concept and a lot of people that just don't have that belief shaken for a long time, it fucking calcifies and it's never going to move at some point. And so it's like a fucking affront. Yeah. Like, how dare you? That's yeah. anti-American. And then you become in favor of like, for example, like Trump's motions to be like have even more pro-American schooling, like even, even double down even more on this this fucking uh, propaganda approach to telling us about our own country so that no one is ever equipped at the age they should be to even understand what our country is like and what its history is yeah. because we just sandpaper off all the uncomfortable things. Well, did they literally... The main... Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go for it. Uh, did they literally arm teachers? Did they ever go ahead with no, that? No, we didn't do that. Uh, we didn't go through with our, our... We didn't go through with the plan. Well, one, it's a state-to-state -state thing. So mm. it's oh, not yeah. like the federal government can just show up and be like, "All right, every teacher gets a gun." It's part of the federal policy. Because like, that's <laughs> like who? It's uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It, uh, that there's some examples. It, it's not really unbelievable. It's, no, no, it's for, like super, for me like, to think of the, the kindergartens. Kindergarten. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sasha I, Baron Cohen had this whole thing where he got with a bunch of uh, conservative oh, figures I remember that. and played a character. That was in favor of this idea of not only arming uh, teachers, but then like training students and having the students yeah. <laughs> uh, also be trained and armed and just have everyone go taking guns to school. And then he was then he was just seeing how how young he could push it to still get the approval of whoever he was with each time. And it was just like there was just uh, and they named it the yeah, Kindergartens and, yeah. and it was fucking horrifying. <laughs> it was so fucking horrifying. I, I love that. I love that sort of stuff because it's real like people would really do that uh without they're not like even trolling they're just genuine like yeah that's a good idea and you're like you're real people you you are real people that say real things stop 
don't do that like that's... people are much like the american school system and so on people are used to just so filtering through everything and not really questioning it that like fucking borat 2 comes out and people are like ah, i hate when borat got political it's like do you have you seen borat 1 like recently i mean it's the like, same thing of like video games shit. like i can't believe <laughs> I watched, video games i, watched them, back, I, can't I watched believe... them back and back to back and i was like completely taken aback by borat one because it, it was like I, it was a ride i did not remember where that movie went <laughs> and it was there it was it was cathartic and deeply depressing in 2020 i mean shit yeah. like cave paintings are political you know who's <laughs> the only people that could write do cave paintings yeah fucking not poor cavemen because they had caves to live in like shit dude hella political sorry i wasn't i wasn't cool enough to get cave to get a cave to paint in like woe is me man low fucking lifestyle i live these guys got to have painted God caves damn bu- bourgeoisie cavemen like, fucking cave washing history pretending that right? everybody had who, caves what happened to the they fuck, say oh cavemen were creative f- equal but only people that look like this and were dudes could have caves no one remembers that part of cavemen <laughs> Who has the free time to cave paint? We've got a, we got a hunt. We got to build a village. We got to do so much. This guy's sitting here building fucking cave, making cave Dude, paintings. It's, it's gentrification in the prehistory. That's what it is. <laughs> Shit, man. God, it's like those like emperors that used to write poems. Like, how the fuck do you have time to write a poem? There's an army at your doorstep. He's like, yeah, but this haiku is just mwah, mwah. And I'm fucking like, I'm fucking pa- paleo gentrification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's that's it's it's thing, laughable whenever people I are like i don't want politics in the thing it's like then don't consume anything that, you know what the, the, the best thing to get rid of politics is to just close your eyes because that way you just don't see that you don't see anything like, oh you feel it though that's giving into the, that's giving into the darkness you, lobby i mean shit <laughs> great i think the uh, sorry no, it's, that, it's great that sleeping is now political what am i gonna oh, do right. I, I i can never escape this now the thing is um, like I think that's an extension of the don't speak politics at the table. Um, well, yeah, that that that, ex- that ba- don't speak politics at the table is I don't want to be wrong. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Like that's, yeah, that's let all me, it is. That's let me it. ignore the fact that there's or there's people. Or it's, honey, there's that. a giant rift between you and Grandpa, and we're just gonna hope that you never find it till he dies. <laughs> yeah, and like that's the thing is I when someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, blah 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 about politics," I say no. And confront them and they go like well i don't think you know like it's okay we disagree it's like no actually it's not okay that we disagree like i i want to sit down right now and find out why the fuck you think that because that is awful you should not uh, think that there's a and better people, way of approaching that though than the you know, way you there say is, but i don't there have time i don't have time for that because most of these people are yeah. adults well, and i don't need to take time with it because honestly if you're making these kind of fucking thoughts as an adult we don't have time anymore it's too you're, late you're if fucked. you're stuck in a like, conversation with them then imagine you have time it's, imagine that's you know you're there for I, a little while there's no um, point you're either going to change your mind or I you're think, not and going at it slowly I, I don't have time to drip feed you intelligence you either are born with it or you're not at this point or not born with it you're either you either have it still or you've lost it already like there's, there's no there's no in between here i don't think that's i don't think that's true i think there's a there, it's easy to I mean, it's not, how do you yeah, it's not true how do you th- how the hell do you read something on the internet and just Go with it. Just don't, Dude, you don't question it. You don't do anything about it. You just take that at fucking face value. That is such a level of intellect it, that fucking fish are better than you. It's not fish about, but it's, not, it's not about like your genetic intelligence or any idea. No, I'm like not that. Saying, yeah. It's just, pe- I'm, I'm sorry, it's just I'm people's, not saying genetic it's just people's intelligence. refusal I, to challenge themselves. And but I'm, I'm saying, saying I think that you're also, 
they see political comfort food that matches up with what they already think and they just want to share it because it gives them catharsis and then and instead of questioning that and and having the risk of not getting to keep that good feeling they kept they share it to then try to get even more good feeling out of it because those are two separate positive feedback loops that you get on uh social media is like one you get shared things you already like by algorithmically and then if you yeah. share it in turn you then get little fucking uh hits of endorphins from all the fucking feedback you get of other people liking it and so on so like it's just like an automated process it's up there with like when people like i think it was like i sound like uh like eighth grade i think showed like children using social media on like like Instagram and other similar platforms where they just they scroll like one image at a time and then like and then scroll and like and then scroll and like they're not even looking at any of the things they're just mass liking all of their friends things no matter what it's like there's like there's certain alien what it feels like alien to me behaviors that are just mm-hmm. so encouraged in you from a young age on certain platforms that that just becomes your default way of dealing with them and so it encourages you not to think about how you're interacting with things. Because yes, I had to ask does. people, I had to ask people about it because I was like, "What the fuck was happening in that movie? Why was she treat using social media like that?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, people do that all the time." And I'm like, "Fucking, fucking what? <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> they they just sit there and scroll and mass like everything, and they're not actually engaging with any of the pictures or like caring about who's in them or anything. It's yeah, just fucking. There's like human I, bots. I have like a literal system with Twitter where. I like stuff and I retweet stuff, but if I retweet something, I also like it. And that's because yeah, if I'm retweeting well. something, it's because I like it. So I do yeah. both, but I never retweet something unless I like it. And I never, uh, there, and like, just, yeah, let's, let's go back to the question about the people the, being the, dumb. Sorry. But the point I was trying <laughs> yeah. to make was that it's intelligence to me is, uh, it's critical thinking. If you stop using yeah. that part of your body, if you stop critically thinking about anything, you lose intellect. I don't find you to is, be intelligent. I think you are just complacent and a fucking rock because you sit there and nothing changes about you. You are no better than a gravestone. But like, you're your making, brain, it's a, it's a bit, a bit of a trap because we took the place where people are least encouraged to think about what they're doing because it's like the comfort food website that just fills in the gaps of their life and like their time waiting in line and other shit like that. And it's just like a a daily like endorphin loop where they just get their self value by revisiting this web these websites over and over again and getting the self ferment from it. And I then we you, made that place that. the most important place to be thinking about what you're doing. And it so would always be the most then, important though. Because that's yeah, where, where people are. <laughs> no, no, but in the sense that like that's where people are. The people go wherever they are, that's the most important place. I don't get yeah, unless this you in- control uh, unless you control the message unless you have like a you know if, if they are watching television and you control the message then you know television was the most important place and now it's not now it's Facebook and uh, no not not really Twitter but Twitter to a lesser extent um, the, well, yeah, just going the, back to the, the difference between Twitter and so and Facebook is that in Twitter you're constantly in a little bubble of like minded people. That you can convince yeah. yourself reflects larger reality, and Facebook is the one where there there are constant bubbles that you can't find and don't even know exist, and they secretly represent like what everyone's up to right now. Basically, le- le- Facebook is the place where the larger reality comes to get where, you. Sh- where shit's actually <laughs> happening that affects these elections and so on, and opinion yeah. so, uh, and, and these untraceable to- fucking wineries. God, just to I go wish, back to, to the I issue, got endorphins from politics. I don't know how you people are surviving I don't think, this yeah, way. I agree with you there. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. I get uh, I, I get endorphins from one place, and that's just anime. And everything else is just a struggle that I have to constantly be thinking about and changing my views and being disappointed and upset and coming to the realization of every single thing. Like, and it's like, oh, I was wrong about this. 
shit, I gotta get better. Oh, I, I was still wrong. I gotta get even better. I still was fucking wrong, and I gotta get better. Like most I people have, are not like that, though. But there's yeah, a reason. That's, that's why I define. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean but by me, intelligence. Is me, that when you stop doing that, like you essentially stop progressing. You stop moving forward. You stop being a thing but let me just point out something here i think you know from what i'm understanding from what you're saying like i think the when you say that people are not critically thinking and i agree with you that's what i would consider to be generally speaking intelligence it's critical thinking critical thought there's different it's not levels of critical thought it's where you apply it because we all have our blind spots we all have our perspectives and biases and all that sort of stuff uh, and so, you know, we're not going to be critically thinking about everything. We have assumptions in life. We have things that we are used to. And we have things that constitute our identity. That That's a, you know, in politics, that's a very important Damn. aspect of it as well. But that must the thing be is, nice. And in this, what I mean, you know, they're, they're, the way the way we think is part of who we are. And so uh, it, there's things that we're not critical of because otherwise we would be questioning our own selves. And it's, you yeah. know, I'm talking obviously not... not necessarily in things as as high level as you know whether like the, the brain Medicare. can't cite the source of every look of every thought yeah. you ever have and think that you think you know so you constantly will especially if you're a let's player you'll just become aware of the fact that you will just constantly repeat things that yeah. are not <laughs> true and not know oh, where yeah, you thought, why you thought the thing you thought and you only find out via the comments that you're full of shit or something like it's the equivalent of like the number of people who think you swallow eight spiders every year in your sleep but that's mm-hmm. but or my th- dad that's, my dad okay. has been saying my dad has said for he's in, for my entire life that in Australia the law requires or uh, for something to be forbidden it, it needs to be explicitly said in the law if it doesn't say you can't ride on a roof of a car with a broom on, in your hand then it's not forbidden <laughs> and he said that my entire life that in Australia it's like that in, even like last week he said that and I, I, and and I had realized a while back that that's not true that's false I don't know where he heard that but he said that his entire life. And it's part of him. That's just who he is. He's like 66, I think. So, like, can you imagine what it would be for him to be, oh, no, every... You mean every time I said that as a joke and people laughed? I was lying? I was always full of shit? Yes. Yes. yes, That's that's what you you tell. You just say him to his face. You're wrong. You've been wrong your entire fucking life. And he refused refused to accept it because he's an expert in Australian law, obviously. And he he speaks the language as well, which he doesn't. That's (laughs) what I... They just speak English. And that's what I mean. My dad dad doesn't. (laughs) Oh, okay. I've got to remember that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just being sarcastic here. It's Portugal, right? It's so absurd that he would say that I'm wrong in something that I looked up. But that's the thing is like no, that, that happens all to time, me. Though, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. my problem. Like I, I have never lived a life where I wasn't wrong. I've been wrong ninety nine percent of my life. Every second I live, I'm wrong. But there, what I'm and saying I have is, there to are, constantly live with that, and I have to keep things... adapting and getting better. And like it, the the fact that people don't do that baffles but, me. Andrew, what do you do with your life? Andrew, what, you just sit there complacent. You just Andrew, I, you lie to yourself. Like I guess I'm okay. I, I, Andrew, I have done I nothing mean, wrong. What I mean is there are things that you as well never consider yourself to be wrong, even though you are. But if someone it tells me, be... it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I even don't when somebody it. tells you, even yes. when somebody tells you, no, I'm telling I, you, there are things where what you're criticizing other people for, maybe they're not a, as many because of obviously having a, a more, you know, you're consciously aware that there's such a thing as critical thinking and you're doing an effort and obviously it's not the same to the same level, but there are things where we all say in the face of evidence, we say that's not true. Sure. And, and, I bl- and, and maybe it's not as the best evidence, or maybe it's just somebody saying, you're wrong, and they don't present any evidence. But what I mean is, the level of 
you can't expect everybody, especially in a country, you know, in a society as ours, that exhausts people during the day because they need to work. Otherwise, they die. They they literally starve to death. And um, I guess we're gonna have a lot better people left over. <laughs> like, that's not, no, that's the that it'd be worse. Look at the people who are not starving. Look I, at the rich. They, like if, they're the if ones someone tells the me, if someone tells they're me, they're never I'm gonna wrong, starve. Then I find out if I was wrong. If someone well, says, yeah. "Hey, you have a wrong opinion on that." Oh, okay. Well, tell me where the, the right thing, one is, or I'm gonna go look and find if I'm the if I'm wrong on multiple sources. That's and, because you're you you were raised that way, or no? You're, I wasn't. I was raised or, in a bunch of people who just don't want to listen to anything. They just you grew shut up every, doing that though. Did no, you I didn't. Up? No, okay, that's I, I, fantastic. I came to because I want. I reached a point where people were like, "You're a shitty fucking human, and I don't want to be around you. No one wants but to be around you. No, it's you're not enjoyable." And so I just took that into a. Then I suck. I am an incredibly <laughs> shitty human, and the only thing I can do that's, is yeah, keep changing, break every p- piece of my body. But like, the thing I, is, I don't every, think that I have I don't to see a ship my brain. That's like the but, only way I can continue living. Is I have I, to but, every piece has to be changed. <laughs> What I'm saying is I don't think it's fair to say well, Why? fair and I'm not I'm not saying fair of you. I don't think it's fair to say that the value of a person or the intelligence of a person is dictated by their priorities. Because somebody might have different priorities but still be, be very Which, smart. And again, and you I, see that I, you see that for example fine. in scientists, for example, they're very generally very focused people that don't really care about politics a lo- whole lot, although some do obviously. I'm just, you know, maybe I'm wrong in this generalization, but imagine a world where most scientists are just all the nerds that we saw on, on cartoons when we were kids. And they just they're very smart, but they just think about planets all all day long. Um, <laughs> you can you can say that they're not valuable. <laughs> Which can, again is you can't fine, say that they're not if, smart, but they but also if, don't care. The when you tell them, oh no, the the Republicans are they're 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 gonna do something bad for you, and, and they're gonna be like, well, yeah, sure, and they still vote Republican. You can't. Oh, oh, I'm, I, this is a bad example because that's not what you're referring to. But what I mean is, there's blind spots for everybody, and some of them are very big, and we can consider them to be very bad to have a blind spot in certain aspects. But I think the, my my original point is, it's it, we need to be very careful. Not to conflate being susceptible or or being influential, which is most most people are influential by advertisement and by just the groupthink and all that. Uh, being influential influential with being not smart, because those are two different things. I feel, and I think it, it's it, it, sometimes. And this is just going back to when we were starting this conversation, this part of the conversation. Sometimes all you need to do, instead of saying you're wrong and here's why you're wrong, all you need to do is be like, mm-hmm, I hear you. What about this? And you, you plant a seed, you plant just, you go to the root of the problem and just maybe see some <laughs> some contradiction in the way they talk and just mention it. This has happened to me a few times where I meet people who have wildly different ideas about things or, or opinions about things. Uh, but- and I just, just talk about something that will set them on edge and, and not necessarily as a confrontation, but just a lot, sort of like mention an inconsistency or something that will give them a different perspective or maybe even act in a certain way that they're not expecting. And I, th- I f- that's I f- enough. And it has f- been enough for me, for example. I can say that from personal experience, I, there are things that I think today that I do because of the people doing that to me, knowingly or unknowingly. You know, I, I've, I've, you know had, I mean? I've, I've had a case where I was, I was talking to somebody at random at the library of my college that I'd never met before and would never see again. But I... And I don't even remember what the fucking risk was that I was discussing, but I, I 
I discussed what was essentially like that risk diagram concept where it's like there's there's four things there's because there's two options. Do you prepare mm-hmm. for the bad thing or do you not prepare for the bad thing? And then do you uh, and then does the bad thing happen or does the bad thing not happen? Is, is like that essential idea is basically like the, the, those four different outcomes based on the combinations of how you behave and, and whether or not the thing happens. And I use that as like an as an argument for an idea. And I don't remember what we were discussing necessarily. But then the person comes back with like, yeah, you're right. And that's why I believe in God. And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> this this argument like justifies why everyone has to believe in God. Because if you don't, you go to hell. So you better believe in God. Because if what if it, if you're right or wrong, well, you better yeah. prepare. Like, like, oh, that's no. The, that's them critically done? thinking. That's them doing yeah. that's critical but thinking. That's, as but well. that's well, not even, then, even, even then, my, first, not, my yeah. first reaction to that is to be like, oh, God, he's completely dismantled this entire concept of what I'm talking about and I need to never use this argument again and never think this way oh. again because clearly this doesn't work. And then the next oh, yeah. day I think about it on the drive home and I'm like, wait, but that's see, I was talking about it in terms of things that can conceivably happen. Whereas he was talking about it in terms of like, will a dragon attack tomorrow? And it's like, that yeah. doesn't dismantle the entire uh, rhetorical argument concept when the hypothetical thing is is actually hypothetical like it's not like here's a thing that will probably happen but we don't know for sure and maybe we should we should discuss being prepared for this risk and whatnot or so on although i was probably talking about global warming honestly in which case it's a certain thing but you're trying to convince people that don't believe in it that actually maybe we should really happening. be dealing with it yeah but yeah. And, and his comeback was basically yeah like what if a dragon attacks you better prepare for dragon attacks and i'm like yeah, no, this doesn't actually work. So like, you have like the first recoil yeah. of like, oh, God, everything I know is a lie. And then the second wave of like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's the, there's almost never a I, I don't think there's ever been a religious response I've received where I go like, huh, let me think about that. It's always like, wow, this is a completely dumb thing you just said to me with your mouth, with the words of, of your mouth. Please don't do that again. <laughs> like the, there's no. Yeah, the, um, I, the religion God. is a is an interesting or religiousness rather than religion uh, is an interesting thing in regards to fantasy is a really interesting but the thing, thing. is <laughs> uh, uh, but the thing is it serves a purpose uh, a very real purpose uh, for a lot of communities for one and uh, you know that needs to be understood and, and respected especially when we're talking about uh, yeah and i think what like it, i was talking we were talking about um preachers before i was talking anyway uh, about preachers and uh, as far okay. as I understand it, anyway, in the U.S., the uh, black Christian church is a very different type of t- t- church and religion. Not necessarily religion, but, you know, the sort of group than the white Christian church in the U.S. And it, it, even historically, um, you know, looking at different parts of history, hi- uh, religion has served different roles and different... Um, not goal, Not goals so much, but, like, it's it's it has a place that cannot be discarded and i'm not, i'm saying this as a, a I think an that's agnostic like a, person i think that's a really i i think i understand where you're going with it mm-hmm. but i'm talking I, from a practical standpoint yeah you like the I mean? sense of community and yes uh, for like example the, yeah. yeah like the it brings the community together it like try like it but helps it also allows, each other allows out. them yeah, it allows them to focus on a, a, a thing that but, oh, yeah. that's the, sometimes the, 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 used... the best parts of religion in the United States are the parts that are byproducts, essentially. The, like, they don't have to the do thing. with the it's belief like a... system so much as the fact that there is just this social 
and there's this so there's this social group that has nothing to do with like who your family is and like your direct connections your job would bring but instead is this other extra layer of social cohesion that makes your community better via this unity and like wow. social interactions and so on i i yeah. i would almost it's just kind of I the failing of our society that, that there aren't really more of other things that cause that yeah i would almost call that being a yeah. citizen of a town but, and you yeah, are but, together in a community in this town that you live in and are a part of and should want to collaborate with others in the town of your community to make a better place for your family because why do you have to turn to a fucking ghost in the sky to make your world better just fucking make it better don't you're, rely you're, on this shitty pillar to do the missing, job that, i mean you're you're, missing you're, the, you're the example of that failing because like you, you, you absolutely are not going to any sort of substitute for that. I can't, but that's the problem. There are so many, there are so many toxic wastelands in this country. I cannot do anything about. I can't solve that. I am part of my community. I am actively a part of my community. I think I, like, general, I, I don't know how much more I could be. I paid attention to the elections going on. I I joined. No, I'm, ta- the, I'm, I'm saying like, the, like we're talking about like that the, how there's the one positive byproduct of these of, of of like church going and whatnot on a weekly basis and how there's kind of, it's kind of a failing that there aren't really replacements for that outside of religion and i'm my point is that you like you're you're saying you're, you're saying all that but as far as i'm aware you don't have anything like that in your life either no i don't i don't somebody but who still, votes is not a, is not equivalent i the thing I, is but i'm still more active in my community i still take i still I still take up. I'm still a part of my community more uh, than I would say the average person tends to be. Like what I, I meant, uh, go ahead. sorry, go go for it. Uh, what what I meant to say is that um, it's not a, so much about the origin of religiousness or the spirituality of a person, and not even like which is another consideration to have is is just how respectful you must be or must not uh, towards people's beliefs. Um, cause that's not really what we're talking about here. It is, it is, it, the thing is, it, the fact that you, uh, disagree with their, uh, religion, whatever religion it is, cause we, I'm talking to you, but obviously any person, there are people who believe in all religions, there's ways of thinking for that as well, but it's, I, I'm not versed in that. But what I mean is people will say, oh, I don't agree with that religion, even if they're not religious or if they're religious, it doesn't matter. There's always a religion that they don't agree with. What I mean to say is if you don't agree with somebody's religion, it it isn't... The, the criticism can't be that you're wrong because you, your religion is wrong. Because that is similar to saying somebody criticizes capitalism and you say you're, you're wrong because you still have money and you still work and you still ah, pay taxes. But I see you participate in society. Very interesting. I, I'm yeah, very intelligent. The, and the reason the why it's, is, the I, reason why it's similar. Let me just close the point because it's kind of complicated. The reason why it's similar is that different people will take different things from religion. So, like, and, and that's why that's that's why I mentioned the black uh, Christian church in 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 the U.S. because it, it feels to me that it's very different from what we have here in Portugal. We're majorly Catholic. Um, and so I, my perspective comes from there. Um, it feels very different because I think it's a very, it's more of a, uh, it, it focuses more on, uh, an attitude or the issue of attitude towards, uh, God. Uh, it focuses on the, the attitude towards community and the different people will take away different things. Somebody will be like, oh, but it says in the Bible this, so I must 
changed my life because of it. Or And somebody else will say, I have good friends there, and we all agree that Jesus is nice. And in, in, those are two valid ways of existing within a religion, and those are two different religiosity, they're two different sort of attitudes but, for religion, right? But they're equally valid because they're just as valid as you work living in capitalism. And of course, it's a difficult comparison, but it's just as valid as you having money and still be critical <coughs> of capitalism. So, you but, know what I mean? Yeah, but are people critical of their religion? If you're not going to go... If you're going to go to church and you're going to say, I don't really care about what says in the Bible. I just like praying and I like the peace that it brings me. You're still being critical. It's just you're not being are critical. You? Is yeah, you're, like, you're, you're not is, following everything to the letter. There right? are layers. It varies. So you're not like, praying. Like you have, you're just like you meditating. Because it, like, yeah, that's there's a religions like that. But that's a, but, well, nah, no, I not. mean, if, if well, you... There's, there's a wide spectrum of people because there are definitely the yeah. people that are basically Bible scholars and they like they know, like you say a fucking like a name and a few numbers and they know what it means and they've spent yeah. like literally a week delibe uh, deliberating on what they think that means to them and and so on like there's people who definitely critically think on that level but then there's also the people that just like you get like 30 seconds into a religious conversation and you're not even trying to antagonize them but you accidentally ask a question they've never asked themselves before and it kind of shakes you're them satan all of a and sudden they are immediately mad at you and leave and you don't yeah. fully understand what happened <laughs> Yeah, that's th those <laughs> that are the people. Those are the people I'm I'm talking about. But you those also are the like. Problems. But you need to be aware of that. You need to be that some oh, that okay. there's there's certain sects of religions, certain religions that are a lot worse. I don't at, care at about. That, you know? I don't care about made up things that make you feel good at night. Uh, what I care about is do you do you critically go into all information you receive? Like, take when you <laughs> when someone says something, or you read you're something. You're coming at it like. How, You're coming at it from. Some, I would yeah, argue, ahead. and here's a good example: ninety percent of everything people say is probably a lie. And yeah. you're gonna need like Anna, yeah. like Anna being able to headshot. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I is was it a fucking lie? wrong. She yes, she can't headshot. I was a fucking huh. idiot. I thought she could, and I was a super fucking idiot. Yeah, told you, were real, you were real smug about it, and then I accepted I was it real from smug. you. And then yes. I talked, and I was like, "You guys are full of shit," because Andrew's played this game for hundreds of hours, and, and he's I was telling wrong. me it, so he's clearly right. Yeah, no. It, it, if you if you headshot as Anna, it does the same thing as a body shot. No matter where you shoot it does, somebody, it does the same the damage thing, over time or heal yeah. over time. And I'm, I and I'm the, I readily, I am completely the fucking idiot there, <laughs> just completely the fucking idiot. And that's that's fine because now as Anna, I don't aim for the head. I just shoot people wherever the fuck I get them that's in the I leg, <laughs> in the body, in the butt. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna shoot you. It's the same damage. So like. But I don't tell people that. I don't tell people Ana does headshots, and that's fine. It doesn't. I didn't stop playing Overwatch because I was wrong about how fucking Ana worked. I didn't stop playing Ana. I just, I, I just accept that I'm wrong, which is a thing that I am every single day of my life. I adapt. I learn. I move on. I like. I don't. That's the thing I don't get is the people Andrew, who don't want coming, to do that. You're looking at it. Yeah, I don't think you should do that though. Why? You, you're looking. You're looking that at is, because that's your. That's the way is, you are. It, it, it doesn't mean that everybody should be like that. But I don't... And certainly... You know what I mean? If if somebody is like... You um, should question everything. Everything should be questionable. There is no... There are no truth, no facts, no... no but Andrew, no, you no don't question everything. Nobody I, does that. We all have our blind spots. I mean, there are things that I'm, I think I'm confident in. And then when someone tells me I'm wrong, I look up to see if I'm wrong. And if I am, I change my view. 
like that no, is, what so I mean every, is no, like, everyone should do you, that. That's a base level. Me. That's like start. That's level one. That is what's level fifth, one of like what's the, fifth the fifth level. The fifth no, level no, is no, knowing no. everything. What's the fifth key? What's the fifth note in a, a C major scale? I don't know. I don't know music. Yeah, you don't question. See if I tell you that's a D. Then you don't question if I'm right or not, right? Well, I don't know music, so I would have to look it up and but, see if you're wrong. But it doesn't matter because you don't really care for it. Like, just, I'm just throwing an example out there. You know what I mean? I'm it, saying really a phrase. That, like, if I you're saying... Like, yeah, the I, issue with that example, I think, is that it's so divorced from his experience base that it's less <laughs> that he's going to absorb your information non-critically and then continue with it. It's And it's more that he's going to hear something uninteresting that he has no context for and something technical is going to be mentioned and then he's going to immediately forget that you ever said it yeah, yeah. like it's that's, that's, thing, that's, if... that's just but this is my point like we all have our blind spots they might be in different places but which we is, don't question I, everything which if is i fine. tell you i get that i'm i'm accepting that there's i cannot also, there's I, also no I can't stakes get, yeah i can't get everyone to be perfect i just want people to understand that they are not like that's the that's that's what I'm trying to get. When when you come up and tell me that such and such is opening Napa for his winery, and I go, "Where did you? Is that true? Where did you find that?" And you go, "Oh, it's definitely true." That's <laughs> not the right answer. The right answer is let me tell, let me show you where I saw that. Let me bring out the sources. When when I when I say something, like I say, "Oh, I read an article about something," I try to go and find that article immediately because I I cannot tell you word for word what was in that article but i remember what was i remember the contents of it but i don't know the exact specifications but i know i read the article and i'm going to find the article i'm going to tell you the article then i'm going to tell you the facts so that way i don't fuck it up that's the way i approach it but are you being are you actually being are you saving that person from thinking something wrong in the future in that same subject i the point is if you're wrong you should be told you're wrong and then you should on your own, do the research to either find out if you were wrong or if that person was bullshitting you. And if they were bullshitting you, then you go back to the person next time and you go, you were bullshitting me. This is a completely wrong thing. Like, but I think, I think that's that, similar to giving a person a fish or teaching them to, to fish themselves. And sometimes wow. there's people who, I, you know I what mean, I mean? Because like, if, if, you, if you just say, no, you're wrong, look at this. Um, yeah, well, that's the, just giving the, them the fish, right? So you're saying basically it, like the idea of, of te- teaching somebody that they are wrong about a thing does not teach them to not be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Andrew is even going How more than that. How do you teach someone to not be wrong? They either give or wrong. take that one data point a la carte and then move on with their life and well, yeah, change that, their behavior patterns. But that's the that's the problem. It's like there, I don't have a way to get people to critically think. I, yeah, there is no rough, like because you, you would hope that if you keep <laughs> correcting somebody and they yeah. keep being wrong, they would start to question their methods, but they exactly. tend to that's not. The, that's the that point I'm saying. Even, it's yeah. like, if, if you're wrong so consistently, then you should start thinking more about why you're wrong consistently. Like, what what is the thing that's, like, what's fucking you here? Is it because all your news comes from a Facebook group called, like, LOL420 fucking let's raw dog on the Democrats? Like, that might be the reason you're getting bad information. You should maybe, like, look at a different place. <laughs> And but the thing is, but, some people, because of the exhausting nature of life, 
And because of that, I, that's a, endorphin, that's a endorphin, fucking excuse. That's no, a no, fucking it's not an excuse. excuse. It's, it's definitely a, an excuse. I am exhausted no, no, no. every day after work, and I still took a week of my time Andrew, to research information so I got the fucking right voting ballots. If that's, that's too hard for think people, about it, then fuck off. Like, let that me, is, let, that's, un- let me that's unacceptable. Then. That, no, no, like, I'm not saying it's an excuse for me. Like, it's, yes, it's not it is an excuse, but it is a reality. You can't take you can't you need to understand that it happens and it, it, more than that you need to understand that the the status quo uh, the people who benefit from the status quo they know it happens and they do it on purpose because they benefit from it but, uh, so it's even worse than that i mean but in that the argument is, then you can just apply that to all bad habits like oh well you know yes. it's just that's just the way of life and it's like no it's not that's a way yes. of life that is being constantly positively no. reinforced by nobody pushing you off the cliff until you get it right like, but when you push it, when you push them towards wherever, off the cliff or otherwise, you need to understand that. You need to understand that there's a reason behind that. Because if you don't address the issue, or if you don't at least show them why they might have wrong political ideas, and if you don't tell them they want to keep it, they want to keep you in the dark, and they they do it because of this, because you're tired, and because you go to a Facebook um, group to feel nice and just rag on Democrats or whoever. If you don't know that yourself, you, you can't well, tell the other person. And if you don't, can't identify, that's why you're them, asking. You know, what, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's why you ask. Like when they say something, you go, "Where did you hear that? Tell me where you found that at. Where was that from?" Because then they have to sit there and they t- they have to tell you where they got it. And if they don't know, they go, "I don't know." But you're gonna say that. You're gonna say it with your fucking mouth out loud. A thing that you can't confirm or deny. Because what? How? Where? So it's like you're you're going to purposely spread misinformation to other people willfully doing such something that bad on purose it's not on purpose it it fucking I, is for, on purpose you people, just you just said a thing without any no. basis for the background for why you said the thing and you're going to say it to other people without having any clue as to where you got that information from or if it's verifiably true but and so if that how, person asks you a question you cannot back it up which means you are in you are specifically, purposely, maliciously misinforming no, I don't somebody. Think so. That's I think that is the way I see it. Saying if, something, like, saying I don't something know about music, you... so I'm not going to tell you. I can't tell you what the thing you said is true or not. But I'm also but not going to tell about you. Anna, though. No, I didn't. Exactly tell you about Anna. Same... I told Keith. I told Keith. Uh, yeah, about no, no. Anna. But exactly in the same circumstances, though. It's like yeah, it's the but, thing. Like you're but not then consciously when Keith doing came back it. And told me I was wrong. I didn't deny that. But if he did, yeah. But if he. Yeah, okay, maybe it's a bad example. But what I mean is like, just like I think I was going to say 90% of the people, more than that, most likely, but 90% of people work like that for the vast majority of things we say. We say, and I, I include myself in that, we say things that we believe are true. But we, if you ask me, where did you hear that? How do you know it's true? I can't tell you. I don't, I don't know. I, this is what I believe. And, and if someone asks me that and I can't reply with, oh, I know exactly where the answer is, then you just go... I don't know. I, I I actually don't know. And then that is a t- that should be a tip for a person hearing that going. Eh, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking suspicious. I'm not going to listen to some person who doesn't even know their sources. Like yeah, that should yeah. be like in Keith's example for Anna. I have all this time with playing Anna, and I'm. <laughs> The, arguably, the reason I believed it was because of all the time I played and I shot people in the head. I just thought it worked because every character has headshot ability. So why would Anna be any different? 
that's my basis and i never I, mm-hmm. it's not like i sat there and i shot every individual person and saw how much damage each does for a headshot and realized oh that's weird anna doesn't actually do uh headshot damage like i didn't i didn't do that part so that's why i failed but the difference is like if keith would if keith had stopped if, like what he did basically is keith had heard other information and go huh uh that seems incorrect uh and then tells me that's incorrect and then I just immediately test and go, oh, is it incorrect? Oh, it is incorrect. Okay, then we've just, we have progressed here. Like, I, I, the, the part, like, where Keith is just assuming that I was right because I have the hours is, like, that is a normal thing that people do. But, and I, I concede that I don't take anything at face value because I'm always proven wrong that whenever I, I listen to people, I'm, I'm always looking like the idiot for listening to people. So I in, in, intrinsically or instinctively do not believe what other people say because they're almost always wrong. And I, my problem is why don't people, why don't people apply that to everything? Why don't they apply it to politics, to religion, to uh, health, to, to like, there are so many facets that are easy to be there are so many parts of your life that are easy for people to fill with misinformation that can shape the entire way that you live your life to a detriment to yourself that why wouldn't you just be critical in thinking about stuff when it's pointed out part of it's the fact that you you can never become an expert in everything and so in many in many elements of life for example when you bring up medical you defer to experts as best you can and hope that they have your best interest at heart, which is like a it's yeah. a bit of a meme on some levels. The fact that like everyone has to do that with the auto mechanic stuff and everyone feels like they're getting fucked over by their mechanics just lying to them about but, what their car needs or what it costs and so on. Or they just don't do but, the thing they claim to do. But there are like, multiple experts. You can go yeah. to different experts. You can you can find if you if, have the time or if, if you, you have, have the interest or if you know. If you care, and it's a lot of work to get out ahead of somebody's like yeah. accidental, ac- accidental liar misinformation help. spread and so on. Yeah, like I like I encountered one in the wild because uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels on YouTube is Timba on Toast. Who has, I'm looking at them right now. They have 19,000 subscribers, which is a bummer. But I've watched their entire james o'keefe and project veritas documentary series that's four and a half hours long so far and i think has more coming in in coming months they're like feature length sections that come out every few months and like only because i had put that much time into watching that series did i know that somebody was saying something completely insane when somebody came out and claimed in, in my life that uh, Planned Parenthood was created as a eugenics program to remove black people, and it's like I and it's like it's, like I, like <laughs> if I heard that insane claim, I would probably be immediately suspicious, but I would have no idea why they think that, where that's coming from, and so on. But it was only because I'd already been pre-educated about that exact concept. I'm like, oh, this is some Project Veritas bullshit. I'd already know about this, that I could call them out on exactly what's going on and why they why they think they know that and where that came from and that entire bizarre well, because in this one rare case, I already know about the winery. But, but there, there's so much work to get out ahead of all of those things and be able to actually correct people. And that means that people just say... And sometimes insane things, yeah, like like the idea that uh, that Planned Parenthood is a eugenics program, or that Australians nothing's illegal unless they literally write down every single condition of that exact thing being illegal, like they're fucking creating a mist age in their book. Uh, 
in, until you know exactly those things in such detail and educate like it's like it's like it's so much easier there's such a difference in inertia between accepting strange theories like you swallow eight spiders in your sleep every year or uh, or the idea that fucking uh, daddy long legs are the most poisonous spider in the entire world but their fangs are too small to actually puncture, puncture your skin so they're harmless like you hear those God. completely insane well, things that's such an interesting mixture is, of myths and it is so it much more work facts. to know why they're wrong than to just hear yeah. it and move <laughs> on with your life and then in many cases accidentally internalize things that you've never verified because you can't you, your all of your thoughts don't come with like bibliographies that remind you where you heard them and why you think you know them and so on and that is like an endless infinite prism and one of the funniest things ever was finding out that daddy long legs not only are not incredibly poisonous but they're also not spiders yeah they're not spiders <laughs> like they're what not the spiders, fuck yeah Fun fact, all spiders are poisonous, and it is the fact that a vast majority of them won't be able to poison us because their fangs are too short. But what? The, that, but yeah, daddy long it is legs true. are fucking All them hunt men. with poison. They're like a little puck with legs. Yeah, they're not spiders. <laughs> I, I'm, I wasn't even sure they had poison. No, they don't have, they don't have poison. They're just no, arachnids. Yeah, but they are arachnids in the, oh, way yeah, that, uh, in the way that like scorpions are arachnids. Because it's just oh, yeah. right, right, right. that whole yeah. eight-legged family, they're, but they are not spi- a, they're not spiders. It's just a fucking dust ball with legs. It's they're, like weird looking. <laughs> did, they're weird looking. They're weird looking. I went to my grandpa's house at one point in Texas Texas and I walked out their back their back door and it had an overhang where the second floor stuck out a bit over the bottom floor. So it's like a little porch shaded area. And I look up and the entire ceiling outside is covered in just oh, you've a, seen it, a network of daddy long legs just every fucking inch of the ceiling above me it's so weird is just covered in them it, it's it, like it fur looks, isn't it? it it's terrifying it, it, looks, it looks like some of the fucking haunts that happen in silent hill 4 where the wall starts rotting and turning into an organism yeah. or something why are... or like that one time i saw like migrating monarch butterflies and i look up and we were supposed to see where the butterflies are and i look up and i see the tree and i'm like i don't i just see a tree i don't see anything and then you realize oh that tree doesn't have leaves those are all butterflies <laughs> that whole tree is <laughs> butterflies yeah that's terrifying I, I... I saw a picture once uh, saw of a nest of daddy long legs and they just looked like a ball of fur and somebody just messed around with a stick in them and they just all dispersed immediately and it's just daddy long legs for days everywhere because it's enormous it's an enormous ball like the size of a, a, a rugby ball or something and um, yeah. it's just you know fur because it's the legs because they have their heads all butted together or something it's like crush them or something why are they still kill so them many? they kill they kill the mosquitoes i hate mosquitoes i have spiders oh, everywhere in god. my room there's good luck. you like mosquitoes and i'm you just saying like good mosquitoes. luck on trying to stop mosquitoes like uh, it's, that's, that's, we can't rely on insects because they've done can, a no I, fucking job so far i actually do rely on insects i i rely on spiders in my room to not have flies and i don't yeah i rely on <laughs> on I, I rely on spiders to kill you know actual like insects not mosquitoes they won't do anything Mos- about mosquitoes everyone just kind of like every i think i think Are mosquitoes sure? get I don't a free get mosquitoes pass. i don't get mosquitoes maybe I, it's I different mosquitoes constant. there in california i just think mosquitoes are smarter than flies or <laughs> some, fl- something than spiders apparently no, mosquitoes are dumb I, as hell like you can smash them in the, in the face they weird. can't see anything i i feel like i've i i get i get bit by mosquitoes at least enough more than i see flies in my home and that to me tells me like 
there's some kind of imbalance in the force like something about you might their, attract them there's some people who do attract more than which normal. yeah i get bit up is, here and there we just we just have like we have a, a an incumbent fucking mosquito population in our house <laughs> like whatever it is because i keep killing mosquitoes and there's just always more so i, I like there yeah. at some point we hit like a critical mass where it's just like they're just they're just there's just a life cycle of them reproducing oh, yeah. i think somewhere in here and it, it doesn't I help mean, if much you like, have standing water somewhere they yeah that's part back. of the issue is i think there's a lot of fish tanks and it's like oh fuck <laughs> are we yeah. just but also there's the issue that the like our our front door has a little shade and I, I swear bugs just like fly in circles like there it, yeah. all day. So every time anyone uses the door, something might get in every single time. And it's just like I this is not this is like an almost unsolvable problem. We need to have like one of those fucking like negative pressure door fans that people have at businesses that blow out the door every time you open it. Just get a lot of spiders <laughs> in the house. No, that's, I it. hate that idea so much. I mean, it would it would make much more sense just to have like a constantly burning incense by your front door than it would to have like yeah, there's, spiders. There's other everywhere. ways of doing it. Like Fuck there's these little spiders. these little Poison tapes them. full of glue and attracts fl- flies and mosquitoes. That's, they look super gross because they're full of flies and mosquitoes, but they that does the job as well. Yeah, well, they have the they also have like little um, what is it? I have I, oh, like I made, the connected to the electricity. No, I made my own. There's a I like you can get a mason jar and I I 3D printed a top for it. That's a fly trap. And oh, then you yeah, go to I've the, seen those. you go to the store and they sell this powder stuff that you put in and you mix it with water and it creates like a, a scent that is yeah. in a lab bioengineered to attract flies. But it's for only flies, yeah, not Yeah, mosquitoes. and so they all fly in and then like after a week you have to empty it out because there's a bunch of dead withering fly <laughs> corpse in there. Uh-huh. And then, uh, then and you throw repeat the cycle, and you can do it for bees and wasps and mosquitoes. You shouldn't kill bees and, and wasps. Well, you shouldn't, but you know, you, I uh, mean, unless they're nah, fuck they're wasps. Well, sorry, yeah, you could you can kill they're, wasps. Uh, po- they're pollinators as well. It not Despite. yeah, but guess what? They're also a, an, a, a risk they, to yeah. bees, and bees are way more important they, yes. than but wasps. But not all are. of them. Not all wasps are a risk to bees. No, uh, but the, although I don't know how it is in California. But Obviously, wasps do not produce anything that I give a shit about. Bees do, so I want bees all the time. <laughs> but they kill they kill nasty creatures and that are bad that kill bees. So do and spiders. Yeah, spiders are nice. And spiders not, are not a, the big a, spiders. A the big spiders bees. don't don't hunt bees. Don't hunt uh, flies. Like tarantulas, Keith. Don't get ideas. Don't put tarantulas hunting spiders. Uh, hunting, you know, what? flies because that doesn't work. Tarantulas can't kill your mosquitoes. I think uh, Crash those are the only spiders we have. Yeah, oh, I know. No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just you need to get the proper ones, not not tarantulas. That's for hunting rats or something. What do they eat? Rats. Uh, I don't know. I've seen Is them. Ra- I've just seen them in the wild. Uh, in the, in the I think desert they can before. also eat bigger insects. I think it's just whatever like... they can catch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, could, they could probably eat crickets, crickets and grasshoppers. Huh? They could They're probably big, chunky eat... boys. They like the size of your hand. I know. Cod. I don't, it's tr- I don't it's really like trippy that. watching them move slowly because I, I uh, on one of my geologic you know trips they I saw fast. one of them when the sun was setting and we just walked by and it was just moving it was like it was like watching a spider in slow motion like it all that <laughs> skittering that they do like all of all eight of its legs were moving at the exact same pattern it would be doing if it was going fast but it was moving like 
one inch per second so it was like a slow motion spider like it like it doesn't have a different <laughs> walk like horses and people do and whatnot it just has like slower walking <laughs> so it just it was doing the exact same cycle in like slow motion and it was just very gradually making its way across this clearing like it was conserving energy in the cold or something it was just like a a strange trippy thing uh mm -hmm. i hate spiders but only 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 when they're like in my house because i most and that's mostly because i i'm like i'm idle here like i trust i go i go to the shower and i go to my computer and i go to bed and i just do things where i idle and i surrender to my environment and and trust in my own unperturbed safety and whatnot and that's when like they can just come descending down and come after me and that this is like an uncomfortable thought whereas when you see them in the wild it's like oh look at that thing that thing's fucking neat it's also notably uh hours from where i sleep <laughs> so now it's just now it's just a fun experience like check out this tarantula it's not in my house it's my favorite thing about it second well, favorite thing is defanged, that it's got a bunch of legs <laughs> if it's defanged it shouldn't be a problem right well, the tarantula, a wild anyway. tarantula. Oh, the one, yeah. Uh, there, uh, Stephanie does have at least one tarantula. I don't know if mm -hmm. it has fangs or not, but I don't think tarantulas are, nor are normally really a threat to people anyway. Are they not? Some are. So. I, I've seen a video that the longer ones, there's some that are like yellower and longer. Those are a little bit more aggressive, but the big fluffy ones. Yeah. The, um, you know, the ones the that ones everybody that people likes. have as pets are normally the ones that are fuzzy yeah. brown ones. Yeah, those I, are chiller i don't i don't like that at all i don't if <laughs> like the 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 bigger the bigger an insect gets the faster i am to kill it <laughs> so a like, tarantula is it, not an insect so like if there's a scale the bigger an insect the the faster you will see me kill it upon seeing it is how you would gauge that and so like a regular like a daddy long legs i do i i am completely pacifist about i care very little about its existence and it poses nothing to me but like seeing a uh like seeing a giant moth on the side of my uh apartment building uh where i'm going out moths for a walk. are pollinators as well what was that they're pollinators as well well don't get too big then i don't accept that so <laughs> you go aggro on moths if they're big if they're if they're too if they're big enough they're really moth, dumb, though. I saw a moth that was like at, when it's it was like it was laying on the you know it was like sitting on the wall and just sitting on the wall. Its wingspan was about the size of my hand, and it was like, yeah, all right, well, yeah. took the shoe off and smack right on the wall. No Holy more. crap! Damn. Nope. You you Murder. cannot. I will not let you be that big of an insect near me. That's your. I would you see that. He's <laughs> like you're afraid of them taking over. Uh, I would see. <laughs> I would see that and be like, oh, that's fucking neat. Yeah, oh, it's also, pretty neat. But also, it's, it's that motionless. It's probably dying. <laughs> well, I get I get a nice view of it. It's still on the wall. No one's cleaned it up. It's still there uh, to this day, just sitting there. I don't like that I, either. I yeah, mean, no. <laughs> it's it's not alive. I look. I've made I've made some mistakes in my life where insects have come back to haunt me. Where we I remember in like Palm Springs having a vacation, and uh, me and Mackenzie went out. Uh, or we're coming back from the pool and there's this huge fat disgusting like cicada looking thing uh i think it was a locust actually but it was just sitting there on on the door and we couldn't get into the room uh into our like uh, hotel room because this f fucking giant locust was there and so we both did rock paper scissors three times i lost i went over and i smacked it with my shoe and went on the ground everything was fine did you know 
day was saved. We both went and had a had a great sleep. Wake up next morning, the corpse is gone. Ah, oh, okay, that's weird. Well, I guess something ate it or whatever, maybe. And come back the next time from the pool, and there's three locusts on the door. And we went, <laughs> fuck, man. I think he went getting, and got his friends. Yeah, I think we're like, I think we did something wrong. And so we both have, instead of doing rock, paper, scissors, we both have to kill the locusts. Because there's too many locusts. <laughs> we can't do it by one person. So you we need both, to gang up on them. <laughs> yeah, so we both, So I went down the stairs, went to the other side of the building, went, or went stairs up to the other side so I could get on the other side of the door. And then we both walked to the door and we both hit as many locusts as we could. Um, and then we went back inside. And then the next time, there were more locusts. And that was the point where we went, okay, we can't kill the locusts anymore. The house is cursed. The house is cursed. Uh, well, it was fine. We only stayed there for three days, so I don't know what uh, to this the day. On I'm the sure fourth the, day, the house would have been gone because the locusts would have just. That's my assumption. Is that I we it. left, and then the next day, the entire building was consumed by locusts, like some cursed cowardly dog episode. It's like, but, I, can't, I can't believe you guys weren't situations. able to single handedly wipe out the the creature most known for being an infinite, endlessly reproducing swarm. And but yeah. that's but it goes to my point. If something is big enough, it needs to die because otherwise it could just consume and take over. And even if one, one, just one at a time, you will eventually, they'll either, they will eventually die out or they won't stop, or they'll stop coming near you. And that's all I can ask for. What about cows though? I mean, I would, I would love to kill all cows on the planet. It would be fantastic (laughs) to do that. They are not much benefit to me. Besides, bad, I guess I eat bad them for sometimes. The yes, <laughs> but I don't really. I actually don't really like beef. It's not my favorite food. I, I much prefer chicken. It's a lot nicer. So yeah, I've, I've pretty chick- much stopped eating all red meat. Yeah, and if, chicken. If, yeah, me as well. I'm chicken has the advantage eat, of being I pretty much just really eat chicken dumb. and fish. Yeah, fi- if I could eat fish every day, I would do so. Uh, the problem is is that trying to find good fish inland even in california is not great um i would yeah, like food it. Is- no, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trash person i i just buy these uh is there these packs of frozen swai fillets oh god <laughs> <laughs> is it not like, good? Oh, that's, a, that's a decent amount of fish and it's a whole bunch of them in one pack it's like all right i can work from there <laughs> I I get my fish from the butcher in the grocery store, so I go there and I ask them for like the give me a pound of shrimp, and then I throw it in the freezer. Shrimp isn't take fish, out, huh? <laughs> shrimp isn't fish. Well, I I get shrimp, I get catfish, I okay. get salmon, Ooh, I get I don't like cod fish. So, um, there's just, just there, bad sardine. There's just bad. a seafood section in the in the butcher, and I go there and I get my yeah. seafood there. And then I go home, throw it in the fr- in the freezer, and then just take it out as I need it. Uh, Don't they sell uh, pre-frozen stuff? They do or sell pre-frozen it- stuff. Most of it's like uh, most of it's like already set up the way you want it. Like if you want it breaded, it's already breaded. If you want it, mm-hmm. uh, 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 not baked. It's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Delayed. Not mm-hmm. filleted. It's when it has the the oily crust around it, like it's already been dipped in uh, oil. Oh, uh, seasoned. Not or seasoned, but like must- actually, like like frying oil, like oh, you know, like yeah. uh, fish and chips, like in mm-hmm. in British fish and chips, like that yeah. kind of. They already have like. Oh, pre- you mean like the deep fried like crust? Yeah, that's the not, deep fried. That's not breading. 
Yeah, they're yeah. not. Yeah, the 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 deep fried crust. There's some you can get frozen ones that are those, and there's. I just don't. I don't like. I don't like. Uh, I don't trust food or like <laughs> fish or meat I, that I, is I, in the packaged I, area like that. I just don't like waiting. So that's fair. I don't uh, deal with I, any of the. Uh, I've the started doing things or the deep fried things and whatnot because you're supposed to prepare those by putting them in like a toaster oven or something. And yeah. it's like I'm very proactive about cooking, and that I I just I just go straight to a skillet over and over again. I'm just cooking on <laughs> stovetops, and it, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna do all the steps. It'll be done, and then I leave. And I'm never there's no like there's no like set it and then come back later process for any of my cooking ever th- these days. Mine is yeah, mine is definitely uh, I'm in the process phase where I just yeah I set the timer. I walk away. I play I play a game or I watch an anime, and then. My, you know, my thing yells at me 30 minutes later. It's like, oh, take it out. And I'm like, all right. And then I have food. Um, yeah, part of me doesn't like the idea of like being on call. Like, yeah, I, I leave and I'm waiting for something. So I can't really commit to anything fully because I have to be ready to interrupt it for whatever. And that kind of feeling. Uh, but also, I always feel like it doesn't I never quite get it right either. But no, I, I, I'm always like I take this frozen fish and I like I put it on a pan and I'm and I'm th- I'm cooking it down on both sides and and like flipping it here and there until it gets until it's get, until it's getting better and then halfway through I add a bunch of like veggies into the pan and some seasoning and then I keep it cooked until it's uh until it's like getting flaky and and, and ready to start coming apart and then because I'm also lazy and don't like to get mo- more things dirty that I have to clean later I then take the spatula that I'm using because I, I I have this one plastic spatula that I use for a huge number of the things I cook. Uh, when when the when the fish is getting like cooked and flaky enough, I just take the spatula and I stab it because the spatula the spatula is wide enough that I can just sever the fish. So I just quickly go down the fish, and that quickly turns into a bunch of little strips. And so then I don't have to come back and try to cut it up later with like any kind of other utensil because it's just already apart. And then I, I then I stir the chunks <laughs> the chunks of fish with the veggies and then I put that in, in in a bowl and then I eat that with and I just I'm like haha I only need a fork. Put put like yeah. teriyaki sauce or something on top of that. Optimized That's my school cooking. of cooking as well. Like Although like, not like with the fish, I don't like it. Yeah, my, like my most my most common thing has been a swai fillet with mixed veggies and then I microwave a bag of uh of fried rice. And so then I put the fried mm. rice in the bowl, then pour the veggies and fish over that, then pour teriyaki sauce over that. I uh, I kickstarted a, a cooking sheet, and they're they're called like cheat sheets. And it's so you you get a cooking sheet, and then you get these plastic, not plastic. They're um, yeah, actually what they're it's some kind of material that's good you can put in the oven. And it doesn't melt or anything like that. And it's not plastic, so it doesn't like get stuff on the food. Um, it's this kind of material, and you put it, and it comes in different shapes and sizes. And so you in the cheat in the in the cookie cooking sheet or cooking tray, you put the the amount, you know, the size boxes you want or whatever. And so you can put like your peas or your vegetables in one, and then your meat in the other, and then whatever else in the other, and then you put it in the oven. And so what I do is I I uh I cook complete meals with just one tray and then I just keep adjusting um I just adjust the temperature accordingly. So like for example, if I'm cooking fish, then I'm cooking it at a certain degree in the oven. 
and I'll cook along with vegetables. And so I just do the math of, okay, well, if the, if the vegetables need to be cooked on, you know, 300 degrees for 30 minutes, and if I'm cooking the fish at 420 uh, degrees, then I can cut off this much time from the vegetables. Uh, and then once I get, once the fish is finished cooking, if it's not within the time before the vegetables are finished, I can lower the time, lower the heat on the oven for the vegetables. And then, you know, cook the remainder of the time normally, like that sort of stuff. So there's like a lot of push. There's a lot of planning in the beginning, but then once the execution happens, it's a lot less, like it's a lot easier and that I can get a huge full, like nice meal at the end of it rather than, I, I hate doing the thing where I have like six pots and pans and I'm trying to like <laughs> fuck yeah. around with that. And like, then I got to clean all those at the end of it. And then, yeah, it's just like, I'm, I'm sitting there and I basically did a full round course meal for a restaurant but i don't got any staff it's just me i'm the idiot so i'm like oh cool i have a really nice meal i sit down and i look over and there's like 17 dishes in the sink and i'm like well i wish <laughs> i wish i had a bus boy or something so i could like, clean i'm, these I'm a dishes. real piece of shit when i'm cooking where i i'm like i, I do not want to deal with a bunch of dishes afterwards so if mm-hmm. i'm cooking stuff that ideally should be cooked in a parallel pan on the same stovetop i'm like i'm gonna find a way to put it in the same pan <laughs> i'm just gonna find a way because i don't want more dishes i want that's, my yeah, i yeah. want one pan of dishes maximum yeah that's why i like the things so the things that i cook in that i was talking about the cheat sheet things when you uh when you're done with them you can just they, they comes with uh tops so you could put the top on it and put it in the fridge and so all i do is i once i finished cooking the the individual pieces then i just take it out i put the i take the part i want out put the lid on and then i put the rest in the fridge done i don't have to you know that that, that's the easy part and then when i'm done when i finish eating all of it then i can clean it out but i can you know you're you're staggering the cleaning rather than having to do it all at once like you cook then you clean then you eat or you cook you eat then you clean there's no good way there's no good system for that but it is nice if you cook you eat and then you live your life oh and now it's time to clean way later like super later in the future and you're like oh this is this is perfect like now I have the time to clean. So, I don't know. It's cooking is a pain in the ass, especially when I just microwave a lot of stuff. That's the, yeah. exactly the yeah. habit I'm trying to break is that yeah. I had my dark ages where I lived at Marty's <laughs> place and there was not enough we call those space. The bachelor ages. There was a period where there were like six people competing for f- space in one fridge basically. Uh so like having and having and storing f- uh food was rough. Uh, and I was working both my government job and being a full-time YouTuber at the same time, which was basically like the most mentally unhealthy thing I've ever done, even though it got me where I am. Uh, and like, while that's all going on, it's just like, I'm like, I, I would make like one trip to Sam's club per month, basically to get all of my groceries and then keep them in like this freezer in the garage. And then I was pretty much just eating. I was pretty much living out of a microwave like every day. So I would have but- like a, uh, as Andrew's aware of, I'd have like that uh, fucking microwave, microwavable breakfast sandwich every morning. <laughs> and then uh, like I had like a, a variety of different like usually it's like like there was like udon and stuff like that. Like those different like this kind of thing over rice microwavable dishes were like my daily food every day. And it was just like that- a thing because I was just like I, I need every single moment I'm awake to do one of my two jobs. So I'm just going to do this like affordable not time consuming thing that makes me eat every day and that's just gonna be how i live and it was not great so now like that's I cook, not what i do though 
like I, I, I basically cook a batch of rice and I take it out and I mix it with other things or some potatoes that go well in the microwave as well. I just heat it up in the microwave. Like I cook it first, but then I just, you know, eat it when so I you, need so to. You're, it's like yours is more like one of those like Japanese cooking shows where you cook it out of a microwave. Sorry? Like no, the, I'm not sure. The, the gourmet microwave cooking show. No, no, no. Like, imagine I, I make like, um, I don't know, a, a big, uh, a, I say big, but a, a Tupperware full of rice. Uh, and I just have some hamburgers or some some dumplings or some, uh, some uh, I like uh, mushrooms with uh, tofu or eggs or whatever. Um, and and then the the veggies uh, I I I don't cook them I usually don't, um, but then you just all you need to do is uh, get all cook all that stuff in like in a day or like one some day of the week I cook that uh, usually it's either me or my sister, uh, and then we put it in my because we live in the same house um, we put it in the uh, in the freezer uh, not the freezer the in the yeah in the freezer and then we just take it out we take our our uh, what we want put it in the in the dish and. Just put it in the microwave, and it gets hot. What? Uh, hot? Not hot. What the heck? Yeah. So yeah, simple. It's not like microwavable dishes. It's microwaved dishes, in a way. That makes sense. It just requires the initial making. It requires you to be okay with eating that as well, because it's not warm in the same way that a fresh, freshly cooked uh, dish is warm. So it's a different type of. It's not as nice. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's just basically not as nice. <laughs> I I don't know. I've I resigned my biggest... myself to less than satisfying food. My yeah. my biggest That's hurdle. In, <laughs> my biggest hurdle in cooking is always I don't I don't like cooking for myself. Uh, because I don't I don't need food. That was so a hurdle like, for me. Was like the idea that like uh, cooking for a family or a group was like the context in which I learned about cooking. So then once I was living on my own, it was like it, it's like cook cook for myself. That's like going to the movies by myself. You can you can do that. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> it's like oh, that's how you have to live forever. Gotcha. That's how you get to watch <laughs> good movies as well. Otherwise, you need to watch every whatever anyway. Unless you have nice friends that know good movies. Yeah, no, it's, I've had a lot of my best viewing experiences completely alone because you get to just actually watch what you want, which is almost, yeah. which with my taste is constantly the things that nobody wants to watch. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, well, at the end of the day, what matters is that you never, ever, ever. Eat hot dogs. <laughs> I was like, where is the sentence ending? Uh, pork is the worst meat. There's no, there's no good way to eat pork. There's no good way to cook pork. There's no good way to taste pork. You should, you should come to Portugal. We, we cook pork every More which like way. Pork chicle. I've had, I've had, <laughs> I've had uh, pork in in Europe. I've had pork in Japan, and I've had kind of. I've had not real. I've had synthetic pork. And Dubai, and uh, none of them are good. You really should come to Portugal. It's I I do not think pig tastes good. <laughs> I think it is a 
it's a uh it is a it, yeah it is a very pig is a low tier different. food it's it's definitely i don't know who decided to eat pigs but they were definitely like at their last straw do you know they, the, the the history here in europe you pigs were very common for just as a a, a, a nice easy way of disposing of your excess food so you'd have yeah. a pig and it's a nice way as well as storing food um because you know you have the pig you get the pig fat and then you eat it uh for the winter and so at least here in portugal it was very common and in spain as well uh for just farmhouses to eat whatever they would have during the the year and then they would keep the the pig fat or you know fatten the pig and then by well, it, it changes from uh, from place to place when you would actually get the, the pig killed, but it's right around the beginning of um, of uh, fall, and then you you do whatever you need to do with the pig because the pig, uh, historically speaking, uh, has it's got a lot of things. You got the the lard, it's got the the leather, uh, and of course the meat. You could sell parts of the of the pig as well to make a a quick buck. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it, it's very different from every other kind of meat in that regard. That's yeah. why what I mean is. In, this lot, is the answer lot, to your question. A lot question. of the history of what was eaten was basically what animal can we more or less control that is something that's feasible as a food source, and yeah. like what yeah. and like the the most the most reasonable options just went out. Yep. Like there's almost no animals we eat because they tasted the best. That's just not the criteria that existed at the time. Which is why we're at, that's why I'm like saying we're at the point now where. I can decide what animal is worth eating. Uh, I have the I have endless freedom, and pigs do not get eaten. They are just not good for me. They're not good enough for me to eat. Uh, cows are slowly getting added to that list of just not good enough for me to eat. And cow meat is just so caloric, though, for what it tastes like. Even if you like it, it's so so fat and just it's. You know what I mean? It's got. It's, it's so just like do, it's like I eating hate, a sandwich of chocolate, and it's like mm, this nice, but like I'm looking at the amount of calories I'm eating. I hate the consistency of steak. I think steak is one of the most confusing things. Like it, it baffles me more that people think that steak has value. It triple baffles me that people enjoy eating it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, because, with, I'm with you there. Like steak is so shit. You sit there and you're like. Mm. This was good on the first chew and the other 50 chews. Not great. Kind of wish I could just get rid of it now. Um, I, I, my, a lot of my lifetime is the, just a history of trying to fit in with the idea of yeah. everyone idolizing steak and be like, oh, I have to prove myself as a human by liking steak the way you're supposed to or whatever. And then just eventually realizing, like, no, I, I'm never I'm never going to like this. I hate this. And then I'm, it yeah. just does an extra level of bafflement. With both steak and like wine, where it's like there's this entire oh God. elitism, what? there's like an entire elitism <laughs> tied to like the correct thing and the taste and so on, and people buy into it so heavily. Like even Stephanie, who is a, doesn't eat meat, uh, will ha- will talk about like even even I know the correct way to have a steak is medium rare and stuff like that. It's like it's like and then people always talk about like having it like like I I want it I want it to still be mooing. I want it to still be bleeding and everything. And it's like I you know, all this weird fucking rhetoric, and I'm just like, nah, there's no all these are not good. None none of, the, none of these are particularly good as a meal. Did- <laughs> I th- I, I'm not an expert, but I think the uh, the whole thing about medium rare has to do probably with tasting the the quality or perceived quality anyway of the meat. 
rather than how good it is. People will be like, uh, will be like, oh, this medium rare, and they'll enjoy um, a more expensive steak. But the, the, the enjoying it's a more like expensive another, steak is it's not just like another layer of turning another thing into like a dick measuring contest a, where it's like yeah, exactly. there's a correct exactly. steak and an incorrect steak and like whether or not you can tell and have the correct opinion is a matter of your own class and status and society mm, exactly. and it's another way to measure people again and it's i hate i hate the entire concept because because I, I, like, I like i like medium makes rare. sense i think lobster is a lobster <laughs> lobster is a great dish it's delicious uh, you could eat a lot of it and even get sick off of it because it's so good you don't stop uh, <laughs> I, I don't like crab or lobster I don't like, or I don't shrimp. Like lobster. See, I don't. I I think I seafood to me is like, like the top chicken. class. Like anything that's anything you eat from the ocean is going to be a hundred percent better than anything you get on land. The thing with with food is that you like what you like, and yeah. Like, uh, for example, I like medium rare steak. Uh, well, I mean, not, not it's not one of my favorite foods, but I like it. Uh, but probably my. Every time I eat steak at home is always as thin, a thin sl- slices of the cheapest part of the cow, and I'll, I just I'll, it, I go for it like it's it, it's not crispy, but it's almost there, and I just it's it's hard meat, but it's just thin, and it's easy to eat like that, and you just put good gravy on top of it, and just some nice potatoes, and it goes well with with a salad. It's fantastic, and just fries, whatever you want. It's good, it's good, and as long as it's got gravy on it, it's tough, but it doesn't matter. It's like eating. I don't know. You know, it's it's good. It, I prefer it that way, actually, rather than the the uh, the medium rare. Because the medium rare, especially if you're not used to where you're eating or where you're getting the meat from, it's a gamble. Because sometimes it's just the it's not good meat, and it's like, ugh, it's not good. But other times, yeah, if you like it, you like it. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not one to. I don't have really any opinions on meat that people or anything that people can and can't eat. It has to be real food. That's my stipulation. So like fast food <laughs> is an actual food, but sure, uh, keep selling it. Talk about but, I, uh, I guess that, that that was like what I said earlier was like a great example of the idea of people just kind of repeating things uncritically that they just heard. It's like. An, an amazing example of that is the idea of like Stephanie re- echoing opinions about meat she doesn't eat. Yeah, like uphold, <laughs> up, up, upholding like a shared interest and ideology that people have agreed on is like the correct way to do a thing when it's an entire thing she doesn't engage with. Like, huh? Yeah, if you, what, what part of the brain makes people do that? It's like it's what so some people see. It's like what some people see. Whiskey is like you're supposed to not like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. That's I don't know. That's the thing. I see a lot I, of people who don't like whiskey drinking whiskey, and I can tell easily. I I'm convinced. Okay, so they're I mean, they're trying but, to prove themselves to be classy or whatever, or like of the, yeah, or the but, kind of person that yeah. would like whiskey because there's like some kind of perceived like status to drinking whiskey of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I whether, whether I like whiskey like, because it it works good as a chaser. So or not as a chaser, but it, it works good with chasers. Like it's great that you can mix it. Yeah, I, I agree. But, but some like, people would I would be never, like, that's sacrilege. I would never just drink whiskey straight. Like, what kind of fucking... Some people would be like, to... what, you mix whiskey? That's not That's not. Yeah, dude, do. whiskey sucks raw. Whiskey, it whiskey, super sucks raw. Some whiskey burns. is good. Some whiskey is good raw. But Look, if, there, it's if you like it, if you don't it, like it... There's like, only one thing that should burn when you consume it, and that is spices. If you're consuming <laughs> a spicy meal, it should burn because that is normal. 
Drinks should not burn my throat when I drink them. You know what burns my throat when I drink them? Acid. That's what burns my throat. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, the, that's, that's where the taste comes from. I it's drink, so, I drink know, so little you, that I always get offered drinks by people that are like, ah, oh, you, won't, you won't even be able to taste that it has any alcohol in it. It's, it's, so, it's, it's so watered down or it's, it's so this or that. And it's like, you don't understand. I don't drink alcohol. Like, yeah. you put alcohol in anything and then give it to me. I immediately, I immediately notice it because people don't re, people are like that are used to it don't even recognize anymore that alcohol makes drinks yeah. feel different. Oh yeah, like yeah it yeah, changes yeah, yeah, yeah. the texture. Like everything I drink in my life feels like water with like flavor. Maybe sugar water. Maybe the like like there's basically two things. There's there's water and there's like chunky water, which is like juice with pulp and Juicing, whatnot. Yeah. And then there's like soda feel which is that weird sort of bitey carbonation but alcohol mm-hmm. and anything that contains any alcohol has like this weird like rubbing alcohol gasoline oily sort of smooth thing that's like really Sweet- uncanny the- and creepy if you're not used to drinking the it sweetness so i detected, the sweetness of I detected really instantly like a king yeah. being poisoned <laughs> Like I can't yeah. not immediately notice it every that. single time, and people always tell people always swear I'm not going to notice it, and I'm like, you don't understand. We've done this dance so many times. Even beer, uh, beer. Uh, I'll notice beer, but it's different from liquor. Yeah, liquor is when people like, talk about, when alcohol. people talk about mixed drinks. It's different from beer, technically. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, all those things, all the mixed drinks that people claim you won't be able to notice the thing that's in it, be no, it a whiskey tell, or whatever, or rum or whatever. Every single time, it's like I, I, I can feel it. I can physically feel it. It's yep. like rubbing something and fi- and like being like, is it? Does it feel like linoleum or dog fur? It's like it's different feel completely. Like it's not. It's not. <laughs> this is not orange juice. <laughs> this is orange juice with a trap in it. <laughs> yeah, alcohol for me. I uh, I don't know. I I like the I like uh, for whiskey in particular. I like that it burns me. Um, not so much in the throat; it's more in the mouth. Um, but I think that's also where I get the the taste. When it's good, it, I like it. Uh, but there's whiskey that I, I've seen whiskey that is good only if you're not drinking the last little bit of the of the um, of the glass. For example, I've I've drank whiskey. This is more common uh, that j- tastes good with water. And you just add a little bit of water, a splash of water, and it tastes nice because it changes the way. There's some science behind it. I, I saw a headline once explaining what it was. Uh, but, you know, there's no tell. You can buy a cheap whiskey, Jack Daniels, and it just goes down smoothly and it doesn't do much. Uh, or you just, you know, get something more expensive and maybe you need, maybe it needs water and it, or it doesn't or whatever. And it's just how you like it. But it's, I, I agree that the, the, because the the way alcohol works for me in in the mouth is is that it, it just it, it sort of changes. It's like drinking something cold. Have you ever seen? Have you do you have the same experience as I do? It's like drinking a soda or Coca Cola, for example, cold tastes different than if it's less cold or it's just you know a little bit. On drink, the, drinking a cold carbonated drink makes the bite stronger. Yeah, which is yeah. the only thing I know how to call what to call like that weird spike to the yeah. flavor. <laughs> that's yeah that's that's what i mean alcohol has a, 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 not a similar reaction but in the sense of it changes Lately, the way i, I mostly just drink works. three things i just drink water coffee and cock and bull which is ginger beer uh, oh i never had any of the it's non-alcoholic like root beers and ginger beers and all that 
The I, U.S. I, has I, a long tradition of that, doesn't it? I'm like they're exclusively so, just because it, it's such a strong flavor. <laughs> and that's no? kind of what I go for if I have a drink that has any kind of flavor to it. Uh, it has to be a really specific kind of strong flavor, too. Because if it was just like, I, wow, I'm unbearably sweet, then it's like, I want to throw up. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> But, Do you uh, want to drink bubblegum? I've had drinks that taste of bubblegum. Uh, well, no, once. But, I, but I'm the weirdo that'll it's, be like, let's drink like, let's, I'll, I'll go for like cock and bowl and then I'll go for like a blood orange drink or like lemonade. Like just something that's like mm-hmm. very kind of intense. And it's maybe oh, partly because... Oh, cock and bowl is, is ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be partly because just so much of what I drink every day is almost exclusively just water and coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee is another one. Uh, I, I like. I don't like drinking coffee when it's very hot, because uh, it also changes the way my mouth works. But uh, some people like it when it's hot. Uh, I'm talking espresso yeah. style coffee rather than the big tubs. <clears throat> no, I just I just get a cup of a cup of, a cup of black coffee, and uh, if it's really obviously you don't want to get super hot because you'll hurt yourself. But the colder it gets, the worse it tastes. But it doesn't necessarily mm. start anywhere I want any either. I'm pretty much just take it as a drug. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. I'm just there for my like twice daily caffeine hit, and not because I like caf- co- uh, coffee in any way. If you add any milk, it's instantly like a hundred times better. But if I put creamer <laughs> in, I feel like I'm just like causing like I'm like I, technically this can taste better. Although if I add even one teaspoon too much, it tastes overpoweringly, sickeningly sweet. And have you just, tried? But just adding any creamer at all, I feel like I'm like I'm just damaging myself. Like, the, the, like I'm making this uh, a significantly less healthy drink by adding creamer. Have you have you tried soy milk instead of uh, cow milk? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm fine with regular milk, and, yeah, I, already, and I just already have it in case I want need cereal for a fast, low effort meal. I, I used to to drink coffee every once in a while with uh, cow milk, and uh, then I tried with soy milk, and it just tastes so much better. You don't need to add sugar or anything. It's just, like, so much better. I it's usually, a different flavor, but it's whew, amazing. I love it. I usually don't even put milk in just because uh, my milk is all the way in. in cause I, I have a separate fridge in the... Uh, I have a separate fridge in the in the garage, and it's quite a walk, and I always insist on wearing shoes because the... the uh, the garage can have so much shit on the floor and so on. So it's just, it's, mm-hmm. there's like an inertia to whenever I want to go to the fridge. So, uh, I, I almost always deem coffee unworthy of that inertia. So I just, <laughs> I just drink it black. Like it's medicine. Like I just fucking just power through it and then move on with my day instead of going you to don't get even the, add the a milk. little bit of sugar. Cause sugar, you know, you don't need to put creamer in it. Just a little bit of sugar. Nah, too many steps. Just, 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 just take, just practice my daily self hate and drink it raw. Just go. This is like this is the thing I would. Uh, this, this is that is uh, drinking so, like any kind of thing in the in the U.S. is kind of the thing I hate about Japan's vending machines being so great. Is that there's like there's all these like great coffees or sodas or. Uh, different types of drinks that are always just like within a walking distance of you and here I have to like go to a supermarket and I have to buy like 20 of those things if I want them and I have to fill my fridge with them and I mean, just like the the endless endless like vending machines and convenience stores that are always like a, a little bit away yeah but like I 
the, the like the grocery store I go to doesn't even have a vending machine. There's not just none. There are there's no vending machine. Yeah, so you have whatsoever. to buy a pack. Yeah, so I have to Although buy like a six most grocery pack stores the aisle has fridges that have single serve drinks. And there's usually an entire aisle also that has like single serve uh, you can buy an individual can or bottle of a bunch of different sure. beers and drinks and i mean that's just that's just a vending machine without the machine but yeah the distance is the problem i'm not within walking distance yeah well that's also partly because you're you're talking about when you visit japan you're most likely visiting a very urban environment and that's not any of the places you've lived in in california for the most part well, yeah i mean the first time we the first time i went i stayed in a suburban I stayed like basically in a suburban apartment, uh, so it was down in the neighborhood area, and it was still like a two and a half minute walk to a grocery store and a vending machine. And I was like, okay, shit, like, and that's not in you know we're not like in the heart of a we weren't in the heart of a city. We were pretty like we're a train like two train stops away from the city, and it's like okay, this is great. I wonder how people live like this. And there's I, like even in the heart of the city, there's still you know there's like a Seven Eleven within walking distance, which is a, you know kind of like a vending machine because it same thing. It has like gas stations have all the single serve drinks and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I just wish that there was a better. I wish there was like better options too because some I I I don't know. Sometimes I don't like going to like I go to like a grocery store and I see what we've got there and it's like okay, well I don't I don't want these. I want different stuff. Where do I get the different stuff? <laughs> it's interesting. Like, it's yeah. interesting listening to you talk about drinks because the I, I always, I've always had the impression that the US just has a very different attitude towards um, the food that you eat. Um, not necessarily, well, the, the specifically the drinks rather, because I keep I keep seeing, just it's just so common for people to just try, like the whole. What I mean, like, I, I first started... I'm sorry, I'm going around in circles. Uh, I first started to think about this when I was introduced to the idea that there are people who are uh, Coke people and uh, Pepsi people. Or just, I drink Pepsi and I drink Coke. And I'm like, well, I drink whatever they have, basically. But uh, that, that when I say that, I, I'm not really realizing that, you know, Coke people or Pepsi people, they buy it to drink at home. And while there's a lot of people that do that here in Portugal as well, it is a lot more expensive than, uh, like, if I wanted to drink, like, the way you're talking, basically, if I wanted to drink that here with our uh, average salary that we have here, I just, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be able to afford rent or something. I don't know. I don't pay rent. I'm... I'm still living in my in my parents, but uh, you know what I mean. It's just and, and I I think a lot of people are like that here anyway. It's just the level of um, availability, or not not even availability, is just how incentivized it is to, for people to just drink certain drinks instead of water. Uh, I mean, soda's cheap. Soda's really cheap here. Uh, yeah, it's probably it's the not, same price as here, but the thing it's is, it's not cheaper than water though. Like water is always cheaper. Yeah. No, uh, no, what I mean, like, if I want to buy, like, a, two liters of Coke is probably, like, one and a half euros or two euros, uh, and I just go and buy it. But that's yeah. that's for a I can take it back sometimes, though, when I go to, like, a Walgreens, and it's like, here's an entire, like, 12-pack of Coke for, like, $4 for some reason. And I'm like, why is that? That seems too cheap somehow. What's going on? Is there something uh, wrong yeah. with it? Like, I second-guess it. How expensive is it normally? 
Um, uh, So a case is usually about like close to seven dollars. Okay. About like yeah, yeah, about like seven to eight dollars for a case, which is like twelve. You really get a sense for how the the price of a soda is incredibly made up. Because there, I mean, are, there yeah. are so many contexts in life where you can pay two to three dollars for a can of soda. Yes. And then there's other yeah. contexts where you see that same brand and it's like a case of like 12 to 18 cans. And it's like the price of what you where you elsewhere could have paid for like two cans. And it's yeah. just like it's, just, it's highly variable because it's a lot, how a lot of places make their money. And as a result, that it really fucks with your mental image of how much it costs as a product. That's on what purpose. I'm saying, yeah. What I'm saying like, is that at least here, like I, I grew up always seeing and knowing that a lot of people, like even if you pay 50 euros a month for the drink that you're going to drink, that's prohibitive. That, that's like people don't do that. Some people might if yeah. they're well off, but it's not very common for like, here. Anyway. I, and in the I mean, US, I, I get the impression that it's more common for people to just normally pay that or maybe even more. I don't know. So it depends. Like soda, soda's really well. Obviously, we are the biggest producer of soda, so yeah. uh, it's yeah. really cheap here. You can get. There's often times where you can find a uh, like for twenty four packs, you can get a buy one get one free deal. Where hey, pay like it's like fifteen or not fifteen. I think it's like thirteen, thirteen bucks for a twenty four pack, and then you can pay. You just pay like the tax for the second one, and bam, hmm. and that's. People just do that. You can just go, you can stock up. You could have like 48. I used to do that for Fanta. I used to drink, uh, Ooh, I, used to drink I hate Fanta. <laughs> I used to drink at least like three cans of Fanta a day. Would you say that it's and not your fantasy? It's, yeah. uh, mm. Fanta's great. I love Fanta. Orange Fanta is the best Fanta. Oh my God, it hurts my brain. Just and to think the, about the taste. I hate it. It's, so uh, yeah, much. it's great, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's it, like, like the, it's so, <laughs> it's so, disgustingly sugar it's like syrupy it's and re- sugary so, yeah. and it's that's awful true, that's true. <laughs> and i love it it's great it's like every every drink you feel like you've killed yourself more and that's why it's great <laughs> my drinks uh, usually hurt a little bit yeah they yeah, like, that's, like, that's, san, that's the point. Like, like san pellegrino <laughs> oh god mm. so, yeah right, what, san pellegrino lemonade and stuff yeah those um, that's a fucking spike <laughs> those are those, those are, are very yeah. strong those are not recommended for your diabetes friends <laughs> like, <laughs> oh and that's the other thing it's like that it's also so much sugar i i all i exclusively drink sugar-free drinks for me it's just because there's no reason to drink sugar because like it tastes the same or equivalent and why would you like i can eat it's like i can what what would i rather do drink a, a, a can of soda and not eat a i don't know sandwich or something or i drink a can of uh, diet soda and i eat a sandwich for the same uh, calories yeah i guess i mean that's the thing is i don't i soda exists as a as a pleasurable thing not as a sustainable sustainability i'm not drinking soda because it's going to quench a thirst or it's going to uh keep me alive i'm drinking it because i just have this urge to do so uh, but you don't need the sugar for it though i mean unless you zone. really it's, like but that's the thing it's not about the sugar i'm not again i'm not getting it for the sustainability i'm getting it just because i have an urge to drink it so mm. like if i was if i needed Andrew's sugar also I real specific because he has to play keep away with all the caffeine well that too yeah um, like, sh- so, carefully buy the right thing or suffer yeah like a good thing a good example is the soda that i drink the most frequently is uh the ramu 
Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Japanese soda, for- soda with the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, at my local store. It's just a dollar. It's one dollar. Oh, they yeah. come in like seven flavors. They're all delicious. So I just go there and I pay. There's also pretty small drinks. They are they're fairly small. They do have a lot of sugar. They still have like 20, 26 grams of sugar. Uh, but they're yeah, but they're like that, again. That is I a lot them, of sugar. <laughs> I have them yeah. like maybe once. Uh, like I maybe I have like two a week is the maximum. And mm-hmm. that's it. So I just, I sometimes I'll have an urge, like I'm eating a dinner or something. Like, you know what? It would really go good with soda. I go in there, I grab a soda, drink a soda with my dinner, the end. Like, that's it. I don't, it's not something I drink every day because I don't want kidney stones. And, <laughs> um, and it's, you know, it's not, uh, again, it's not, it's not feasible. Like, I, even if it's a, for a dollar, what? I buy seven of them? That's $7. I'm, pay, I'm paying $7 for seven sodas, which are gone in like less than seven minutes. So ended, like what yeah. is the I ended up yeah. on a rabbit hole that I'm confused by. Uh-oh. So I the... Google image searched cock and bull. Oh god. I was just <laughs> talking about it and after scrolling past a bunch of bottles I got a romance novel with two guys with bare-chested and it says cock and bull story and it has yeah. a silhouette of a bull and a silhouette of a rooster. Mm-hmm. And so I click on it because it's a Barnes and Noble link. And I read the overview and it says, and I just want to, I just want to appreciate the fucking name of this first character, by the way. Toro is a bull shifter forced to leave the pro wrestling ring. He works off his aggressions as a street fighter. Galano is a cockerel shifter from a family of famous luchadors. When the irresistible cock meets the immovable bull, sparks are bound to fly, but only if they can fight their way past their own mutual stubbornness. And I'm just like, is this a, did somebody write a book about a bull fucking a rooster? The copywriters of this company, man, they need a raise. There's like logistical (laughs) problems there. (laughs) I'm wondering about like when they say they have to fight out their problems, like... Are they doing a bullfight for their problems? I'm or just are they confused like... because, like, do the animals fuck? Or is it just two guys that fuck and in separate chapters where they're not fucking, they also turn into animals? But those, I think the, but those I, two things are like a Venn diagram no. of two circles that never meet. <laughs> like, I think the how idea is the story is, structured? <laughs> I don't think it's... Oh, wait, are they Cause actual... Because that, that rooster is going to explode. Animals. <laughs> I think the idea is that they're two guys. Those are not compatible creatures. And I don't know what a cock is. I've never heard someone described as a cock. I, I know neither a bull either. I don't know really? what that means. The, no, well, he was called... Is it, the first sentence is Toro is a bull shifter. I think that means he turns into a bull. So the other guy turns oh, into the cock. Right. And, then I, and then somehow they do it. And that sounds very dangerous to one of they, them they must, and not the they other must one. <laughs> not, they must not do it in animal form. It must simply be a like... It's just there's two separate stories happening. One where two guys are going at it <laughs> and one where there's a, they can turn into a bull and a rooster to go on adventures like, or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like reverse furry where someone's like, well, I don't want to watch animals fuck. So they turn into humans and then they fuck and then they turn back into animals and go on adventures. Yeah, I'm just, like, like, what is, I'm just so confused by the idea of the story. Yeah, I don't. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't. Wow, that's like, don't that Google is some that, level of, uh, that, it, that whole reverse furry thing is, <laughs> wow. Can you imagine Sonic the Hedgehog, but that? Sonic the Hedgehog I'm, just turns into a man and has sex with the, the lady from Sonic 06, then just goes back into Sonic's like, I just feel more comfortable this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta yeah, go fast. fast. 
Mm-hmm. God, I imagine nightmare. like turning into a human and he's just like a prepubescent, probably in his like 15, 16 year old with blue hair and uh and oh, no. he he like has He's just ninja. <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. yeah. He just like shows up and he's like Isn't Ninja hey. like twenty something? Ninja's what? like a I don't know what he is. Forty eight. Is he 48 years old? He's not 48 <laughs> what? years old. That's impossible. <laughs> no, I said it in a way that... The, 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 no, he's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's younger than I'm me. Just, he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's 29. 29 years old. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting that you believed me when I said it like that. I mean, I did, I, that's why I looked up immediately. There are that some sounded... weirdly... There's, there's people who are older than you expect. Like, uh, yeah. like Dan Avedan. Where I'm like... I. Like he like when he I think when he joined Game Grumps he was like forty already and it's like excuse me how what Wait, you somehow what? you somehow look younger than Aaron <laughs> but he's very old Dan is forty he's well past that now because he's been on the show forever I think uh, no he's forty one he's forty one yeah holy shit I did yeah, not realize that that, that. that fucks with you right <laughs> For, talk about You'd, growing up I'm 41 I did not realize that makes me way more uncomfortable about his okay well never mind. a whole other problem <laughs> oh, no. I guess yeah alright that's fine wow I can see yeah wow this is uh, this has not been great news for me to find out <laughs> oh, um, no. I don't know anything <laughs> about this yeah, it's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna. It's not worth conversing about. But <laughs> his that is a not good age for him to be. Um, <laughs> forty one when your age is not good. That's crazy. He does not look forty one. So good for him. Uh, I don't know what he does. Drugs. Uh, <laughs> bathe in bathe in children. I'm trying to like find a way to not think about the problem in my head. The how old's wait, how old's Aaron? Uh he's like thirty-two, I think. I think he's only like a couple years older than me. He is thirty-three. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whew. All right. He was, I feel he was a lot always just like slightly that. older than me. I was like, oh damn it, we're not quite lined up. That makes you're sense. You're never gonna be quite lined up, although you're catching up to him. Wait, how old is Jontron though? <laughs> Why is this for the fucking He's only this thirty. Is, this, wait this a is second. the well we're going down. Okay, Why does that matter? So I'm younger, Wait, John I'm John younger is than 30? Aaron. I, yeah, I'm younger than Aaron, but I'm he older than John. What a he weird looks world. 50. <laughs> you, <laughs> you apparently Maybe. think everyone looks 50. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't trust your, your gambit. No, Wait that was the only ninja in John Tron. I'm sorry. Yeah, I that is a weird, weird place to be in. Like I, I'm I'm older than John, but younger than Aaron. Why is that a weird place to be in? There are just two people that are three years apart in age that just exist. I thought both of them were older than me. I don't know why. I just, for some reason, my head thought that they were much older because they were successful on the internet uh, when I was younger. And so I assumed that the only people successful on the internet when I was younger were, like, adults. Like, older oh, wow. people. So John Tron's, like, exactly a month older than me. I'm very it's sorry. Like down to the wire. <laughs> weird. Huh. Well, so, um, <laughs> what a great but, fucking topic for the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, uh, Senator Graham uh, says, if Repub- Republicans don't challenge and change the U.S. election system, there will never be another Republican president elected again. President Trump should not concede. What are they talking about? I mean, yeah, it's, if President the reality Trump- is that 
not changing the electoral system is the only way there will continue to be Republicans <laughs> that get president. The system is uniquely crafted in its current iteration to make to it possible for them to win elections that they desperately should not be winning. Uh, mm -hmm. The fact that they didn't get all the fucking stars to align this time doesn't mean that they should change it because they're fucked. It's like, no, you don't understand. You're fucked because you're completely being left behind by everyone's progress as a society and your policies aren't popular. And then you win yep. because once we add 17 qualifiers to who wins, you end up winning yep. sometimes via confusing rules that people really struggle to justify. Also voter suppression. Yes. That's also another you thing. All, yeah, they yeah, also that, actively it, try to stop people from having their vote count. Which or I think is what he's vote. referring it's, to. It's I really impressive the uh, the amount of yeah the idea here is Republicans are like oh shit this vote and mail thing's kind of dangerous everyone's nothing, allowed to just vote at home <laughs> nothing shows more how opportunistic they are than the the protesters that were being like count every vote or stop counting based on what fucking state they were in because yep. it's Which just it's just whatever I, whatever reality is convenient to them is more important than actually having a system that makes sense I mean or I do any agree kind of consistent integrity. I think. I think we should stop counting right now. We just just don't count any more votes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, it's yeah. it's done. We don't. We will not count votes ever again. We it leave is it. Done, at, though, yeah. We leave the number as it. No, I just mean just don't. Not for the rest. That's it. Joe Biden won. We don't count any more votes. We leave it as is. Just <laughs> that's it. We win, right? That's that's what they want. They get what they want. We get what we want. We get a Biden presidency. Yeah. They don't get any votes counted. Everyone wins. We've done it. We've bridged the gap. We did it, guys. We solved <laughs> politics. You can. Yeah, we bridged the. gap. All you have to do is just take everything they say out of such context that the only argument they have is, but no, wait, but no, I didn't. But that's no. not, you're, you're assuming that they actually are arguing. It's not, it's a but game. That's what I'm saying. You just tell them, you, nah, you say, no. yes, we agree. We won't when count anymore votes, Joe Biden when, wins. When they make these arguments, they never mean what they're saying yeah. as being like what they value. It's just the argument that currently makes them win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So wow. you're trying to I, twist their logic. There's no logic. They're I just... remember doing that in fourth grade when I played yeah. against other kids with my imagination. I said, no, nah, you can't win because I have a shield. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically I've it. got an anti-force field sword. Well, I've yeah, got an anti-force field sword. Force field. <laughs> Shit. Well, I got nothing. I'm out of here. I'm going <laughs> home. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's interesting. So, yeah, we brought we brought the subject of the podcast back to the beginning. In you, did, case, you, did, you did bring up something something interesting earlier, though, when you talked about like living at home and how that's more common there. And yeah, like you you hear about a lot about that in uh, throughout Europe and in Japan and so on, where it's like significantly more common to have like a multi generational household. And it's like there's something uniquely like frustratingly American and kind of toxic about this particular idea, where. You're expected to just get the fuck out and go away when you're around like 17 to 19 and then just immediately strike out on your own life. And you're expected to get your own house, even though that's not feasible yeah. anymore. And like, I mean, because that was if you, possible. If you don't, that if you was don't the move dream. out exactly on schedule and live like the American dream, like right on time, then you have this like intense self-loathing because you're failing as a person. Yeah. yeah. Here it's yeah. Uh, there's still a certain amount of pressure, but it's closely related to marriage. Um, and uh, in my case, it's mostly because I'm poor. Otherwise, I would I wouldn't be living here. 
So like, but, uh, yeah, it, like does Japan, it does seem to be more common that in other countries, it's more that you, yeah, you, you, when you get married, you then move off with that person off, potentially. Yeah. Although in some cases, depending on the kind of property they have, there's definitely like multi-generational, like Japanese households where the married yeah. couple then moves in with one of the sets of parents. My, and so yeah. On. My, my house is like that. Uh, my grandmother and my grandfather lived with us all throughout my life. Cause my dad, uh, who's their son, um, just, you know, yeah. made a little bit of a house next to theirs and we're all in the same house. It's all like here. three and generational it, it, yeah. households and yeah, it's, it's, it's a very different concept to me. It's definitely interesting to I think don't. about because yeah, like it's, it's completely unapplicable to my understanding <laughs> of, of adult life. Like yeah, I have never I lived for even a moment with any one that was be in my family besides my parents. Like the, the concept that my grandparents would live with me is completely alien even though in a lot of ways like it just makes it makes a kind of sense like we we had a house and we had like the parents like master bedroom and then the two kids had their own rooms and like there was another room that could potentially be a bedroom and i know that because it used to be my bedroom until i switched bedrooms to a different room but like yeah like other people could have lived in that house in our own family and it might have even been to the benefit of the family being closer together and so on but you no know, like Amer americans are really fixated or at least maybe white Americans, I don't know, are really fixated on the idea of like completely spreading out, across, just scattering to the winds and then meeting up again yeah, for Thanksgiving the, and, and, and birthdays. The availability and, you know, capacity of buying a house is also, it's very different, I feel. Because um, what happens here, or it used to be that you just rent for a little while, or if your parents could afford to buy you a house, you could you would get the house. But if you rent for a little while and then, you know, save up to to buy a house for yourself and your family, obviously, um, that's that's how you get out. But like the rents, as far as I can tell, everybody rents in the U.S. except unless you just made it in life and have a, a million or two. Uh, uh, the eh, American dream of. version that you're used to the narrative of is this idea that you're totally going to uh, get a mortgage and buy a house and then you're going to like you know, slowly pay that off over the course of decades and so on. But I think the the reality that people are more likely to experience is that, yeah, mo a lot of people are, are renting. So, mm -hmm. uh, so the problem is that the, uh, there has been, which we can't seem to fix in this fucking state. Uh, there's a problem with both rent control and the, the, the housing market in general. And so in big, in much wealthier states like California, Texas, Seattle, New York, so on, the 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 value of the property isn't consistent with the wages you earn in the state. And so there are houses here, for example, that are not in good areas geographically speaking, like they're just in valleys and there's nothing there around them. Like there's no good jobs there. All the jobs are in the city that you have to commute to. And those homes can cost upwards to $500,000. And that's the, and the, and the size of home you get is two is usually about two to 1.5 times smaller than a house you would get in say Kansas for like, $1,500, like for $150,000. And mm -hmm. their average wage is uh, is not the same. So somehow, like, we, we, we're making more money, but it's still not enough. And there's no, there's no, like, regulations to prevent, 
ridiculous prices and housing market, which is the reason why the American dream has failed for the most millennials here is that when you try to go buy a house, it's like, cool. Do you have, do you almost have a million dollars? And you go, no. And they go, <laughs> I'm still paying student debt. Yeah. I, yeah. You're <laughs> like, I have debt from a, a, a school I had to go to. I, my, my have had medical bills that I have to pay off. I have a car that I, I have to have to get around. And so I have to pay that off. And that's like, you know, 30 grand. And then they go, yeah, no, you're going to need like way more money. Like you need to put for like on average, I need to put down close to 50 to $90,000 for a house and getting, I, I trying to get, I don't make, I like, I make less than $60,000 a year. I would need to just not spend money for several years to save up for a house, uh, which I can't, I you cannot do before eighteen. So good fucking luck. But once you're sure also you renting, your credit monster. Yeah, and the one that lives in the closet. Whole, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But mo- more importantly, is that because there's no rent control, uh, renting for apartments is about as much as it would is more expensive than it would be to rent a house. But renting a house you can't do unless you have good credit, uh, really good credit. <laughs> that's so and dumb and cra- that's crazy. That's this, absolutely so, phenomenally so bad. So here's a, yeah, that's, here's a fun there's a reason why in the United credit. States there's an entire adage which is that it's expensive to be poor. Yes, it's oh, expensive yeah, to be poor. I understand that. Oh yeah, um, especially and, and 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 that's not just housing, it's also food, health. It's just yeah, absolutely. And another part of why voting is important, we had a ballot, we had a proposition on the bill this this year about rent control and it was giving uh giving states back or giving the local government back control over the prices of uh of apartment buildings over a certain age so for example an apartment building that's over 10 years old would not be allowed to be charged the same amount that a brand new apartment building is because that's not fair it's not reasonable that an apartment building like built a decade ago is somehow just as valuable as this brand new refer or like just built apartment complex and that was denied that bill got completely rejected because I don't, I don't fucking know who lives in buildings anymore. Because I would imagine the people living in them don't want to pay this much money for them. But they just keep doing it. They keep saying, like, ah, I don't want the government to decide how much rent is. The landlords need to make a living, too. And it's like, no, they don't. They really do- they don't. They don't at all. But... It's, uh, but yeah, because the price is like, I pay more to live in a one-bedroom apartment that's Probably, uh, I would probably say not even a third the size of a house. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's definitely it's definitely not that big. Uh, and I pay double what I was paying for a three bedroom house for the mortgage. Yeah, and that is that is a problem. That is a huge problem, and uh, here in Portugal be- is basically if you the, the 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 prices are basically if you're not married, if you're not taking two incomes, uh, you you're gonna use easily half uh, half of your what you're earning of your salary, basically, um, likely two thirds, and it's just absolutely incomportable. If you're on on minimum minimal wage, uh, this is for rent, not not yeah. for owning. For, for rent if you're on minimum wage that yeah you can't afford a house i mean that's the thing too I, I kind of feel a lot of disgruntled towards is that a lot of 
a lot of the world is built with the the very very huge assumption that you're going and this is a co-op so yeah. you can't single player life because it's apparently not built that way it's built completely like you have to have two incomes right because how else are you going to buy a like how else do you get a house how else do you afford uh like buying a car uh, a new car whenever you need to like when you're supposed to i don't to, i just like guitars yeah, we, we, live in capitalism. we live in a paradox where the best way to survive is to pool resources and live together in one home and then you were guilted for doing that yeah when it's, which the is, only, when it's the most reasonable way to to deal with anything is to is to split rent between different people exactly yeah. and i don't and i mean i hate it because it's i'm in a like i'm in a situation where it's like i would love to have a little bit more room i would uh, personally i would love to have an like a place for an office a place for a living room and a place for sleeping so that way you know i have separate work areas um and like because i i work all day and so it'd be nice to like work all day and then leave that room behind and go somewhere else to to you know relax and enjoy and then go somewhere else to sleep and um yeah there's just no reasonable way i can do that unless i start making like triple my income and i that doesn't even and again this doesn't account for the fact that my credit isn't even remotely good enough to start doing this i would need to my the the amount i'd have to pay put as a down payment is like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and that's not great because i will never achieve that um and so like I'm it's pretty sure it's disparaging don't... and disheartening and super disappointing that all i want is like you know like i just want a a, a, a very very modest sized home just just enough for me i'm not looking for like two stories or fifteen thousand acres i just want like i just want like a a two-bedroom place maybe three maybe i have a guest room or i don't know a a room that i can go into and just scream at the walls and enjoy that i just yeah just like a (laughs) a a very modest small home that i would imagine I, i look i look on the house house listings are like a hundred like a hundred thousand dollars in these bumfuck nowhere states that no one should ever want to live in and it's like why can't i just have that here i the the land isn't valuable because there's so much of this damn land it's not built on so it must not be valuable it's just like it you have to be inflating the price you have to be lying about how much oh, yeah, this house is valued yeah. and like th- don't do that like they're like it's so weird because i look <laughs> at other i look at other countries that fix this problem and again i look and go how do you not communicate? Just ask somebody. Go like, hey, South Korea, how do you keep your house prices at a modest amount? Oh, well, actually, when we sell houses back, we have to sell it back to the state. And then the state keeps it at a fixed rate and then sells it back to the next person at a fixed rate. So no one loses money off of it, but no one can profiteer off of it. Exactly. Oh, so you didn't give in to capitalism. They go, no, no, yeah, but, you know... Well, it's just state capitalism. It's a little bit different. Yeah, it's like it's it was still capitalist, but we didn't yeah. like we didn't let the bad part happen, which is you know predatory capitalism. Because that's where uh, the word speculation comes from. It's the speculative nature nature of the money you're going to be able to make with a house, and so that's why pri- house prices would go up is because you're yeah. speculating that you're going to be able to rent it for um for a bigger amount. Like uh, it's in, yeah, it's yeah. It, 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 they're completely Even if you're not weird. 
It's completely weird. I mean, it's me. not I, weird. It's how capitalism works. If it doesn't have regulations, no, that's, no, I, that's what I happens. I mean, it's <laughs> it's weird to me because the people I imagine the majority of people living in, like, in this state, as an example, the majority of people living in the state cannot afford the homes that they want to afford. Uh, like I would imagine, I would I want to live in my own home. I imagine Keith probably wants to live in his own place. I imagine a lot of people in in this state want to live in their own place. So it seems I would really like weird. more space. But part of me, after having lived with people literally all the time, is part of like I'm, I'm going to be lonely. <laughs> I'm going to be so lonely me. in my own place. Yeah, it's the, very, it's very, it's a big change. But sure. like I. I don't I don't get how anybody just like enjoys the prices here. And I don't know I I don't get why there wouldn't be a push to make better systems in place. Not from propositions cuz that's not going to change anything. Just like your state legislators should be like, "Yeah, this is kind of a pain in the ass actually. Like I got to pay, you know, like I imagine they're the ones banking their kids through college or through a home." And the politicians are like, yeah, this is reasonable. I want to pay this much money for a house or for college. Well, they get a lot more, though. Like, they get what? so much more for, for the for the campaign contributions and stuff like that. But I'm saying, like, but you still, at the end of the day, you're still spending money. And you, yeah, if you but, don't have to spend that kind of money, wouldn't you not? If you don't have to spend half a million dollars to get a house, but then, wouldn't but then you in, not? <laughs> but then in come the, uh, the, uh, the big, like, real estate businesses and be like oh i want to make a contribution but, oh, but a real estate business doesn't make a society function it's the people that live in it and those people are the ones that you're punishing for the decision of a company and the company but is they, not what keeps a country moving it's but the people, the people in can the suffer they don't complain what are well, they gonna the do vote republican <laughs> i mean that's the thing though is like i'm uh, i know i, I know i don't I'm, know. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm being i'm being facetious i don't get why uh and again, this I, just all goes back to like the the American dream. It's a nice nice tagline we get in growing up in school of like this the idea of a nuclear household. You have one and a half kids, uh, a husband, a Should, wife, a dog. Be two a and a half. You're killing me nope, with, nu- with nuclear, Andrew. It's it's <laughs> a nuclear family. No. Um, At least he's not saying gesturing. It's not nuclear because it's not clear liquid. A nuclear waste is not clear, so it's not nuclear. <laughs> it's not how it's anything not works. Either. Well, then don't put clear in your name if you don't want to be. Uh, if it don't, you only it's put clear based in your name. On if you're nucleus. Clear. Oh yeah. Well, how come I can see it then? That's not. You can't see it. What? I can see nuclear waste. I don't need a. I don't need a microscope for it. I can't well, see, a nucleus. Can see a nuclear. I need a microscope. My favorite thing about the band Everclear is they're invisible. <laughs> exactly. I don't see them or listen to them, so they must be real. Mm-hmm. Or must not be but, real. So we've been going uh, for three uh, hours now. Yeah, we desperately yeah. need to stop. <laughs> Any case, see you all Any next case. time. <laughs> The funniest thing about this episode to me is it's still going to be less controversial than the one where we talked about Genshin Impact. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the one thing people get mad more about than politics is their fucking fanboy quota choice. It's like, that's the most incendiary thing you could possibly poke. By the way, it (laughs) hasn't gotten any better yet, guys. Genshin Impact's still shit. Are you still playing more of it? No, I stopped playing. You, I got to the level you, I needed to get to because now it's all grinding. It's like, all right, you got to start funneling money. I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. Because you had like kept going for like another week or something, huh? 
Yeah, I ended up getting to so I got to level twenty five or, or yeah, adventure adventure level twenty five, and adventure level twenty five is basically like, look, all right, let's be real. You've gotten all the mechanics now. You are you can just start playing the game. Andrew, Andrew, and don't let's was, not get into Genshin Impact. No, otherwise I'm just saying, this and, episode gets and, dislikes, and, and we don't I, want that. Oh, that no. was the point where I went. Yeah. And, then, and so once I once I reached that point, I went, all right, that's it. I think I've played enough. I'm done. And I left. And so that is then where we can I play ended. the wacky guessing game of whether the dislikes are Republicans or <laughs> we. Yes, I mean, or we, I don't or, or I don't want to make grandiose uh, assumptions, but if you enjoy there are a lot Genshin of little Impact, Moe girl avatars that are very Republicans. So if you if you enjoy say, Genshin Impact, you might be a Republican. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because no one no one could enjoy a game that filthy and disgustingly capitalistic unless you are clearly a far-right person you have He's, to be a, a straight all right. straight ass crazy businessman. set <laughs> so yeah, if i if i'm so wrong can't... please go in the comment section and tell me i'm wrong and press uh, the, every every button dislike like save i don't know whatever other button this subscribe this is gonna, be, this is gonna be definitely one of those I, comments withheld for moderation episodes the more <laughs> buttons you press the more things you say the better it will get the point across to me that i was wrong so yeah, please press just all use, the buttons like yeah, comment subscribe donate I, on even, patreon even just, just, just to prove a point <laughs> so after you're done pressing all the buttons then press the button in the top right corner of your screen yeah. the big x press that button and then just that's it you're done be, be sure to be sure to protest all of our opinions exclusively through super chats <laughs> i don't read i don't read any arguments against my my trains of thought unless they come in colored form (laughs) if it's not a super chat is it even real (laughs) i i you know what i it's a bot the only bots say things for free real living people say things with money so (laughs) we'll see you guys next time anyway Bye. If you want to ask questions, you can send them in to. Pay, uh, you forgot it. You forgot Dialogue it. Choices Podcast at gmail.com. I always want to double check just because I don't want to accidentally fuck up and say it wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I don't excuses. trust myself entirely. Excuses, excuses. Hey, I worked in an upholstery shop. The fucking adage is you mark twice, you, me- you measure twice, cut once. Yes. You always double check I, I, everything. I think, I think that's that's every trade should do that. Yeah, I don't think that's like, also true. Yes, I don't think yes. carpenters should be like, "Well, I measured once. All right, cutting twice." It's like, wait, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys next time. Bye.